You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly's local grayer. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Makes a wonderful stocking stuffer for the holiday season, I'm just saying. Also, if you love this show, please support the show. Go to Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. This is the simplest way to make a small contribution to the broadcast for as little as $5 a month. You can make sure your favorite MAGA broadcast stays on the air. We are broadcasting Monday through Friday. 12 p.m. Eastern, we take maybe three days off a year and have been doing that for now five straight years. Nobody, uh, I don't think, has done more shows than I have the last five years. I challenge you to find someone. Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. And if you love the show and you want to take it on the road with you, you can now do so courtesy of magical producer Trevor. The podcast downloadable version of the show is available bit.ly forward slash dilly show that's bit.ly forward slash dilly show all podcast formats are available no matter where or how you listen all right good morning everybody happy monday november 27th 2023 Woo! you guys excited oh we got so much to talk about today even the meme team um has not been privy to the full scope of the conversations and the fun from the weekend, partly because we got home around 2.30 in the morning uh, Saturday night, went to bed after 3 a.m., and I honestly was asleep off and on all day yesterday, so I didn't really get to give a full recap of how everything went. So I'm looking forward to telling not only the Dilly 300 how things went, but my beloved Dilly meme team about everything that went down. It was an exceptional experience, as you guys can imagine. Shout out to Brandy with a B and then uh, Magical Trevor for those openers for today's broadcast. Trying to bring some high energy for this show today because it's going to be lit. It's going to be absolutely lit. And uh, we got so much to go through today talking about President Donald J. Trump kicking ass, taking names, being the boss that he is. Hey, he says, now watch this. Watch this. And he walks out. <laughs> Total legend, I'll explain. But uh, it was a big show, or a, a big weekend, rather. This will be a big show. Um, lots of miracles to be had. Certainly one that manifested itself on this show starting last Tuesday. And by Thursday, our miracle had manifested. And by Saturday, there we stood. So really an incredible experience. And I want to tell you guys all about it. But first... Let's take care of a little bit of MAGA commerce. Oh yeah, mychicagocbd.com. Listen, 
Now is the time to take advantage of my ChicagoCBD.com's incredible products. You guys know how much they love and appreciate the Dilly 300. Dave from My Chicago has been with us for four years now, going on five. An absolutely incredible brand who's done uh, wonders for many members of the Dilly 300, including yours truly. I use the nighttime gummies every single night before bed. Helps me get a restful sleep. I use the daytime gummies just before I do my show. Helps me calm my nerves. And then anytime I got boo-boos, aches, or bumps, or inflammation, I use the uh, creams or the tinctures from MyChicagoCBD.com. It doesn't stop there. They've also got goodies and, uh, and gifts for your fur babies. So you got uh, animals in your family. You're going to want to take care of them, especially as they age. You want to make sure they keep that nice, shiny, healthy coat. You want to help them deal with uh, inflammation and arthritis. Guess what? MyChicagoCBD.com has all of the pet drops and pet treats for your puppers and even your kitty kitties. So MyChicagoCBD.com. Don't forget, because they know you're going through it with Joe Biden and his shitty economy and runaway inf uh, inflation, They've also included promo code DILLY. Promo code DILLY is going to get you 20% off a tremendous value. Check them out. Promo code DILLY for 20% off. MyChicagoCBD.com. Bundlepalooza is back. We've made it easy to find the perfect gift for everyone on your holiday gift list. We've bundled many of our customers' favorite products, such as Cherish Facial Line and Just Lolo Body Butter, at huge savings. We are your one-stop organic shop. We carry everything you need for healthy, beautiful skin, including deodorant, soap, shampoo, and conditioner. We are veteran-owned and unapologetically America first. So head over to Kayleve.com to see all the great bundle deals. And while you're there, Check out our almost 2,000 five-star reviews and see how grass-fed tallow has changed people's lives. That's right, Bundlepalooza at Kaylee.com. You guys know Kaylee has been with us for many years now, an incredible company and a MAGA company, a wonderful Dilly 300 company that uh, grew with this show from the ground up. We've grown together they have fantastic products. We absolutely love Lisa and John. They take such good care of the Dilly 300 and all of MAGA. So if you're not sure what to buy, head on over to Kayleaf.com. You can always reach out to Lisa via email to get some advice on what would work best for you. However, if you know exactly what you want or you've got the budget, pick out a few different bundles to try. Give them a whirl. See what you think. I promise you will not regret it. Kayleaf.com. That is promo code Dilly Dilly for 10% off all non-sale, non-bundle uh, products, kleave.com. And lastly,
right. We've got so much fun stuff in stock. You guys, I'm telling you right now, you're going to want to head on over to dillyshow.com. Click on the shop. Look at all of the apparel items we've got. The Dilly Meme Team stuff absolutely pops. We've got the hoodies and t-shirts in stock. We've got Randy fucking Savage pullovers. If you want to wear a statement piece, get yourself a Randy Savage pullover. Those are for both men and women. So I don't know what you think. This is like, oh, it's just for the ladies. That's a unisex pullover, and it's a flex and a half. You want to trigger a bunch of shit libs. Everybody knows who Randy the Savage is, and she is probably the best at pissing off liberals. Plus, we've got the incredible patriotic Dilly Meme Team t-shirt design on that gray shirt and not even shown here on these pictures i believe we have black dilly 300 t-shirts in stock as well i may be mistaken but i think we do in addition to the gray ones these are high quality these this is the stuff that i've been always working towards and we finally were able to achieve it excuse me sneezed over here and uh this is from the time it's fucking in the ground until the time it is on your back. Every aspect of this gear is American made. It's American grown cotton. It's American manufactured, American printed, American shipped. Which is why you guys need to check this shit out. Uh, dillyshow.com, head on over there, load on up on your goodies. Have fun, enjoy it. Uh, I'm excited about it. And uh, it's dillyshow.com. You pretty much do all your uh, Christmas clothing shopping, at least for this show, right there on the website. So check it out. I hope you guys like it. I'm excited about it. They're selling out fast. I'm not going to bullshit you. I'm not going to tell you how much we sold, but we sold a fuck ton. So if you're, you know, stalling, dragging your feet, you're probably going to regret it. I'm just saying. Okay? And no, you guys don't get a promo code. You guys know better than that. Come on. Come on. Come on. The price to sell. Fucking, I, I do what I can do. All right. So what'd you guys do this weekend? Nah, it was a wild weekend. It was a lot of fun. It was, um, it was a total God thing. It was a God thing. And I'll explain. You're going to be like, holy shit. When, when I explain what occurred and how it occurred, um, and then, and kind of, you know, most of you know how this all came about. I'll recap for some of you that weren't here, but when you realize uh, the Almighty is moving pieces around the board, you can see it. I've been talking about this for a little, for quite some time, but it's more evident now than ever. Um, I am so thankful, not only for having had the opportunity for my wife and I to go and hang out with President Trump during the South Carolina Clemson game. We were up in the box with him. I'm very thankful for the experience. And, I, and it sounds weird to say this, and I, and I don't mean it in any kind of disrespectful way. I'm more thankful that we were there for what happened next um, because we were able to, to effectively destroy a narrative in real time. And the weirdest part is had we not been there, there has been no other videos like the ones we captured that would have been able to fight the narrative back. And I'm really proud of this because uh, there's a whole story behind it and I'll explain, but uh, it was a total God thing. We were in the exact right place at the exact 
right time to not only get to have this moment, but also to be there to do what we fucking do uh, for the, on behalf of the Dilly Show and on behalf of the Dilly Meme Team. We were there to be able to protect President Trump in real time against the fake news bullshit. And uh, had we not been there, I don't know what would have happened. I really don't. And I'm not saying that to, to, to blow smoke. And I'll explain a little more when we get into the story. But uh, it was a blessing. It was an absolute fucking blessing. And, uh, and I, I, sometimes you just kind of have to, you sit back and you just go, my God, a miracle. Okay, it's just a, it's just a fucking miracle. And, uh, and I'm very excited about it. So I want to tell you guys all about it, but I'm not going to waste any time. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do our Dilly in the Wilds. I'm going to go through yours and we're going to roll right in to me and Rihanna's experience. What happened? What was said? What was that conversation like? And what was the result? Let's do this damn thing. You guys are about to, you're about to be on one hell of a Dilly in the Wild. Oh my god, so we're gonna start with some absolute flamage. Ladies, please, uh, you know, I need you just to sort of keep your hands above the, the desk. Uh, you know, I don't want you guys getting in trouble. There was a lady that got in trouble. She got, you know, she got arrested for not keeping her hands off of herself in a public setting. Yes, it's true. That is MAGA Devil Dog. And yes, it's true. He is attempting to get you ladies into trouble by being a thirst trap in a dilly uh, hoodie. But do not let him fucking honeypot you ladies, okay? Don't let him do it. He's trying. You just keep your hands above the desk. You'll be just fine. Okay, ladies? Okay, good talk. I know. It's, I know, difficult to do. Wait till I tell the boys he knows how to do the pterodactyl. Uh-oh. Hey, now. Hey, now. He showed me. I seen him do it in person. I'm just saying. All right, there you go. <laughs> Devil dog, you fucking, you one photogenic son of a bitch. He actually is a hell of a tar- photographer. That's what he does. He, uh. He sits out, and uh, he likes to sit on the back deck. He has kind of this bird call thing that he does for, um, for the you know all the indigenous uh, wildlife around his area. He goes, caw, caw, caw. that's sort of his, that's uh, how he lets them know, right? He lets them know, and then uh, the little animals and, and Shetland tr- creatures come out, woodland creatures, little fucking tiny little woodland creatures come out. And, uh, and then he, and he takes incredible pictures of that. So that's, that's what he does. So it's, uh, <laughs> uh, devil dog, you son of a bitch. Hey, he made some dank memes this week. I'm going to play at least one of them today. I think I'm using the other one tomorrow. You made two this weekend, didn't you, devil dog? You make two. I, I'm using one of them today. I got the other one I'm going to use for my opener tomorrow, I think. You make two this weekend, devil dog? You made a motivational fired up fucking Trump one, I think. I'm saving that for tomorrow. Is that the one you made? He made two, I think. I might be mistaken. Someone have to fucking remind me. 
This guy's a he's a workaholic, dude. You put him in front of a phone or a computer, he's just gonna start memeing. That's how all the meme team is these days. Oh, you made one? So was the other one a throwback? Was I looking at a throwback? Okay. Well, I love the throwback one anyway. You guys know how I feel about the throwback stuff. Hey, look at that. A fucking, uh, it's a knife with, is that an apple? What the hell am I looking at? You guys are so funny. Hey, listen, I'm warning you right now. Okay, listen. So here's what's happening. So my president dot store, Rob is making his uh, heroic return to the Dilly Show. But Rob is tired of sending out single stickers so you guys can put them on your fucking cereal boxes. Um, I know, you're going to be sad by this one, okay? Oh, those are onions? Okay, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Um, listen, Rob's like, hey, I'm making more shit for 2024, but I do not want Dilly in the Wild to just be about a business card and a piece of fruit or a fucking vegetable, okay? He's, he's serious. He was very passionate about this. Rob wants the Dilly 300 to start buying banners and posting, uh, and he's going to be making Trump and Dilly 300 banners. Really cool stuff. But he's like, I'm coming back, and I'm doing the, uh, you know, the, the fucking MyPresident.store again. But I need the audience to know I'm, I'm in it to win it, and stickers and shit aren't going to win it. Okay? He's like, I want Dilly in the Wilds that are banners, like stuff for Trump, Stuff that's really public. He's like, I'm tired of seeing stickers on random shit that doesn't move the needle. And I respect the fuck out of him for it, to be honest with you. Because he's a, he's, a, you know, he's a retiree, man. He didn't have to do this. But he's coming back for 2024. He knows we need him. And uh, I respect the hell out of his position, which is like, hey, you know, I might make some stickers, but I'm, I don't want people ordering $5 packages of stickers from me. I want to do some banners for everybody. I think it's a reasonable request. Please uh, kind of consider that one. Oh, hey, and this is what I'm talking about, right? You got the American flag. You got Trump 2024 on a big-ass flagpole. What we need is another uh, flag underneath that, probably a dilly flag. But for now, we're going to have to make do with what we got, which doesn't move the needle because it's too damn small. And that's, uh, I believe we got a dilly sticker on this fucking thing somewhere around here. I don't even know. I think it's, is that a dilly sticker? There's, he told me there's a dilly sticker on this bitch. I can't see it. And that's what I mean. We got to just, we're going big. We're going big in 2024, you guys. Yeah, you got a dilly sticker on there, but you can barely see it. And I, I get it. This is Rob's dream is to make sure we got banners and stickers for the show everywhere. Get them out. It's time to flex on these hoes. Holy shit, that's a lot of meat. <laughs> that's what Randy said last night. Anyway, uh, there you go. So it's a, it's a frozen, packed up freezer full of meat. Good stuff. Oh, good, good old garlic dick. My God, everybody pray for garlic dick. He may be lost at sea, Gilligan Isle, Gilligan's Island style. Garlic is playing music uh, out there in the ocean because he's on a cruise as the uh, fucking band. So pray for him because he's probably living on a cruise ship for the next month with annoying ass people and away from his family. So, uh... Yo, shout out to Garlic Dick, dude. Have fun, buddy. Have fun. Oh, hey, more vacations. More vacations. Dilly 300 is hitting the vacation scene, and uh, I'm here for it. This is also on a cruise. I wonder if she's on the same cruise as Garlic Dick. Probably not. Probably not, but still. All right, well, that's probably... Uh, you guys are probably ready for... Okay, let's get into the story. Let's get into the story. This is the story of Randy and Dilly. And this was the picture we took. Uh, we were eating some lunch 
in South Carolina just before the football game. We decided to go grab something to eat. It was a late lunch. It was about 5 o'clock. We're like, you know what? Let's eat, and then we'll head down to a foosball game. And uh, in that foosball game, we knew it was going to be lit. We knew it was going to be high energy, and uh, I think we'll let Jay Scott set the tone. Here we go. So Randy and I get in the building. So let me tell you a little. We'll take you back a little bit. So last Tuesday, I find out President Trump's going to be in South Carolina at the football game versus Clemson, right? This is a little bit of a flex from DJT because as you guys may or may not know, pancake-ass Nikki Haley uh, actually was like Miss Clemson or some shit, and uh, that's her alma mater. Well, President Trump doing what he does was like, well, I'm going to go to the South Carolina versus Clemson game, and not only am I going to go to the game, I'm going to walk on the field. And Nikki Haley wasn't invited to do any such thing, right? So, great trolling by President Trump, little flex for him. And uh, when I was sitting here on the broadcast, I found out about it. I was like, I want to go to the game. So, live here on the show last week, I said, you know what, let's throw a Hail Mary. And I had, I had just been talking about it on the show that he was going to be there. And I sent a text over to a couple of people from Team Trump and said, hey, I would like to, to come hang out with you guys um, at the uh, football game. Is that possible? And uh, the response I got was, let me check. And I was like, seriously? I was just throwing a Hail Mary. He goes, well, if you don't ask, you won't get. And I'm like, that's true. Right? I said, okay. So then, uh, so then, uh, they asked, and I, I waited a day or so, and then sure enough, they said yes, and we couldn't fucking believe it. We were like, oh, snap, we're going to a foosball game. So what happened next was they uh, they let me know. They said, Brendan, we can't get you into the stadium, right? So, and uh, once they said that, I said, okay, no problem. I'll buy tickets. So I just, knowing that I was going to go hang out with President Trump, I bought like the cheapest tickets I could find. Because I wasn't going to stay in my seats for very long. So me and Randy bought some nosebleed tickets just to get ourselves into the stadium. And uh, we were able to do that. We get in, and, and then our contact, who was wonderful, was like, hey, I'm coming down to see you guys so we know where you're at. So he comes down before the game, and uh, and he lets us know where we're, you know, he's going to be, or, or, or that he knows where we're at now. And he'll come get us once President Trump has entered the stadium, and we'll get to the game. So... A very exciting thing. And uh, actually, Randy, if, if you're going to be here, let's see. First of all, your camera is not looking at you. Wow. And I didn't do that. the light is also not correct. That's the wrong light. You push the button. Uh, you got yellow light. That's the wrong light. We got we to gotta put the tape on here because the clean light. I don't, we don't need that right now, honey. I don't care. Just know, fix it. Uh-huh. <laughs> just, what are you doing? I don't know. Sit down. Randy, sit, sit down. I. This is... 
Honey, if you were going to come do this, why didn't you come in before the, I the show? I was sitting here quietly minding my business. Look at this. This is the shot. That's wow. the shot you want? You guys want to see where she's at right now? Look at this. Is, this is Randy's production skills. I'm ready for my close-up, guys. Jesus Christ, Rihanna. What are you doing? Babe, people want to see the hoodie. I don't know why you've got the wrong light setting going. That's not even the right light setting. Why do you have it on yellow? It's not my fault. I didn't do it. Why do you have it on yellow? You look ridiculous. You look like a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck i'm trying to tell our story uh, and we have to all stare at your face at a weird well, angle zoom out i look zoom weird. out you got the camera five inches from your face God. it's the wrong light too i didn't change the light i didn't change any of it <sighs> go sit back down go sit back down go on sit down I mean, I guess that's going to be better. It's not better. That's terrible. Hey, guys, check out my, my hoodie. Okay, the hoodie's pretty cool. Hold on. Jesus. Rihanna, yeah. It's like dealing with a toddler. Yay. Sit, sit how you want to sit. God, this third? This is fucked up. I didn't do it. This is so fucked up. Oh, that lighting's better. I couldn't see. It was blinded by the light. Uh, bring my microphone. <laughs> There's just an empty chair over there. That's one of my favorite things that you do. There. How's that? You tell me. Is it good? I don't fucking know, I guess. I mean, it's anything's better than what it was, right? Yes. It was, it was horrendous. What you did it was just terrible. I wish... I would, hey, guys, look at my hoodie. I wish everybody could feel this hoodie because it's, like, super thick. Sit down how you were sitting. Yay! Is that better? I don't know, dude. I guess. I mean, it's certainly better than it was. It was this is why we got to get the, the tape. The uh, tape's not going to fix it. So that. when the cleaning lady moves stuff, we can move it back. All right, whatever. Anyway, um, okay, so Randy's in here now, so. Hi, guys. Sorry. So, okay, so as I mentioned, we were in the nosebleeds. So here, let me go back to the story, okay? So we were in the nosebleeds, no big deal. Um, and while we were in the nosebleeds, uh, we got this really cool shot. Randy, you might want to get your headphones for this. This is pretty cool. Got him. All right, here we go. All right, so there you go. So that is the South Carolina band. And uh, very cool very cool moment. Uh, we caught them coming into the building, right, Randy? Yeah, and we just got the tail end of the. Uh, yeah, like just we we caught the it at the last second. We we're like, oh my god, and we just thought it was cool, right? Um, now, first of all, Randy, that hoodie looks absolutely exceptional. Thank you. That's uh, Trevor. It, it feels amazing. Like this hoodie. Yes. It doesn't feel like normal hoodies. It's very kind of. It's almost structured because it's so triple thick. Yes. And it's really soft inside. Yes. Magical Trevor killed He killed bright. the I know, design. Look at this design. Yeah, Trev killed the it's design. Killer. I couldn't even decide which pants I wanted to wear with it because it matches so much stuff. Uh -huh. I did pink ones and tie-dye ones. Okay, Randy, let's get back to the subject. Yeah. Because people are... We know why you're here. <laughs> yeah. You're not... You don't give a shit about our, our fucking rantings. You want to hear about President Trump. So, um, I'm not going to make you guys uh, wait much longer here. I already played my Jay Scott meme. Introducing it. So let me set up the scenario here. So we 
uh, our Secret Service agent comes over and grabs us, or he's like, I don't know if he's Secret Service, but he's like working with the Secret Service, obviously. And he's our, our lead on the ground. And he's a wonderful young man. I'm not going to say his name. And he comes over and he gets Randy and I right after um, the announcement. So they do the national anthem, which was exquisite. Randy, we'll take a moment. Let's just cover this real quick. Yeah. South Carolina Gamecocks, probably best football production opener I have ever seen. Really cool. Uh, g- incredible game day experience. Pretty much destroyed the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, game that we had went to. No disrespect to them, but the Gamecocks spend more money on the opener. Better fan, fucking 80,000 people was Huge a record. stadium, and it was completely packed. But, Randy, the light show, the fucking lasers, yeah, the fireworks, fireworks the band, it was insane. Uh, I mean, the energy in that building was, like, electric, okay? Oh, so cool. It was so fun. Yeah, it was It was off the chain. And, uh, and so we, and a few things I want to note. Number one, the uh, the fans were already talking about President Donald J. Trump before he even arrived. People were in the stands. They're like, Donald's coming. Donald is coming. Trump is coming. What are you doing? This thing is all smudgy. I'm trying to clean it off. Ow, that's so much better. I can see. Sit back in the chair. <laughs> Go ahead. God. I like this smudge effect it was having. It was very romantic. So, um, I'm telling you again, South Carolina Gamecocks, I've been to a lot of football games. The opener, next level. I don't know who the fuck does your DJing, your music, your lights. Keep them. Sign them to a longer contract. Yeah, the lights were really cool because it's a huge stadium and they could change the color in the entire place. It was lit. Yeah. It was absolutely lit. Okay. So then, National Anthem. Great National Anthem. Very cool. South Carolina fans not playing around though because... The South Carolina person who was singing got help from the Clemson band fucking music director, and it was announced on the PA. They booed this motherfucker before the national anthem. Yeah, he was he was conducting the na- the national anthem, and they booed him because he was the rival's conductor. They booed him <laughs> because he was from Clemson. Now, I'm mentioning this for a very specific reason. The fans were fucking ready to boo Clemson. All night long. I have a lot of video clips I still haven't shared, but I did catch that on video too. Yes. So they boo the fuck out of the conductor, then cheer for the national anthem. National anthem, incredible. Um, after the national anthem was done, a very cool moment. I have not had this. I had this in high school, all through high school. Never had this at college football. I've been to Stanford versus Cal. I've been to Arizona State games. Uh, I've been to a few different college games. I can't even remember them because none of them were memorable. I'll be straight up with you. Cal versus Stanford, I didn't give a fuck. I've been to a USC versus Stanford game, or Cal, I don't even remember. Didn't care. Eh, eh. Went to ASU games, pfft, horrible game day experience, uh, really inconsequential. Then I went to South Carolina game, and I'm like, holy shit. Now this is, this is fucking worth the price of admission. But they still, and they did, they held a beautiful uh, prayer service, and it was before, it had the whole stadium, bow your heads, Stadium got real quiet, and uh, the 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 gentleman, I don't know if it was a priest or a preacher, I don't know who it was, he said a, a prayer for both teams. It was really beautiful. Uh, got a collective 80,000 amen, and fucking away we went for football. Right, Randy? Yeah. So it was a very cool moment, and uh, I got to give credit where credit is due. South Carolina Gamecocks, incredible experience. Seriously, uh, you deserve all the credit in the world.
Now, Randy, let's go back to that whole Gamecocks uh, were ready to boo the shit out of anything even slightly orange because they hate Clemson. Oh, yeah. So in the area we were at, in the section we were at, anytime somebody wearing orange walked by, everybody around them was booing them. Yes. And I noticed that in other sections as well. Yes. They booed the conductor. They booed the other team every time they went on the field, even for warm-up. Now, Randy, there's an important thing that we also had. Randy and I were sitting in the stadium that stared right at the spot where President Trump's motorcade arrived. I okay? got the video footage of that too. So Randy, and I didn't grab the video this morning, so I'm not going to play here, but Randy has the video footage. She's put it out on social media. You can go watch it. I have a lot more I haven't put out she yet that I She filmed the moment that President Trump was driving up. You got the lights and the motorcade, the whole nine. At the exact moment that Donald Trump is arriving, Clemson's football team is coming out of the same end zone down at that end. Yep. So Clemson's gaining onto the field. Most people are unaware of the motorcade because you can't really see it. All you saw was some police lights, but that's it. But Clemson comes on the field and they fucking booed the shit out of the Clemson uh, football team. Okay. They're booing the fuck. Fuck you. You suck. Okay. I got it on video. Randy got this all on video. Now, this is critical because, and we'll get back to it. We're not going to go into the full story yet, Randy. I'm just, I'm going to tease the story so we can circle back to it in a minute. Team DeSantis and the Democrats grabbed the video of President Trump exiting the motorcade to a sound of boos inside the stadium. Exactly. Because Clemson was being fucking booed. And that is why there is only one clip of that moment happening that every media outlet grabs yes. it's one clip and there are no other angles because they don't want to show you that nobody was booing him the yes. people that were outside weren't even facing his vehicle they were turning towards the stadium to boo yes and then those same people right after that flooded his car and secret service was having to push them away because they yes. were cheering for him so the narrative before footage of it all before president trump even reached his box seat the Democrats and Team DeSantis, and along with the establishment fake news, were telling people that Donald Trump had been booed entering the stadium, which is ridiculous. It was total just happenstance, okay? Clemson couldn't have fucking known Trump was coming in. Correct. There's no way Clemson could have known that. Donald Trump couldn't have known that Clemson was about to run onto the field. Correct. It and if just you look happened. at my video, I wish yes. you had it, because if you look at my video, that stadium is huge. It is so high up. I'll grab your fucking video. Okay, it, well, we the only reason we were able to see the motorcade is because we were way up in the nosebleeds on the opposite side of the stadium, and you could see the flashing lights. Nobody else would have even known he was there. Right. So I don't even know. You don't ever send me your, your raw video. Did you put the raw video in the meme room? Otherwise, I'm not ripping it. I don't no, know where it's at. Don't worry about oh, it. Then you're fucked. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Well, Randy's just got the video on our website. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> we'll just go watch it on our Twitter feed. I'm not gonna go through the hassle. All right. So, so that that one, I'm I'm telling you that story to set the uh, foundation of what happens next. So, before kickoff, we get the text from our guy. He says, "Come down from your seats. It's time to go in. Kickoff hasn't occurred yet." Okay. So he comes down. He's a very professional guy. Too. Very professional him. young guy. He comes and he gets us, and we beeline it straight for the box seats. And uh, we get through the box seats. We get into um, the the area where essentially they've rented out 
two box seats. There's a left and there's a right right here, okay? And then there's a, is a, a waiting, like a walkway right here. And then there's steps that go up to another different box seat that's above those box seats. Okay, this is important. We get in there and they're like, they're very, uh, you could tell Secret Service was very stressed out. Yeah. Uh, it was chaotic. They were they having don't, a rough day. Yeah, they were having a rough day. President Trump kept switching things up because he likes things a certain way. And he, he was fucking high energy. So he's switching things up. I'm going to sit there. Nah, I'm going to kill you. I'm just sit over here. I want to eat that. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. Okay, so he's kind of going a little bit. He's doing his Trump thing, right? So he's a little off schedule. It was funny because we could overhear them. You could tell they were a little frazzled with that. Yes. Because he just, he does his own thing. And they said, you know, he, he does what he wants. He gets what he wants, but... He's not sitting where he was supposed to sit. He moved. Oh, he moved again. Oh, he changed the schedule. Yes. He keeps he keeps them on their toes. So President Trump is doing Trump stuff, right? And South Carolina's fans are raucous. You know, they were trying to grab onto him. They were excited to see him, understandably so. Uh, he was coming in. And I mean, this was sort of the uh, the scene. And I'll show, the, I'll show this for you guys so you can see it. I mean, the, the scene before the game was absolute bedlam underneath the stadium. That's a great word. And... Uh, he was having fun. Here we go. It's a 45-second clip. Okay, so as you can say, see, they're going absolute ape shit over Trump, okay? They are going fucking ham, and, and rightfully so. It was an exciting moment, okay? Now, President Trump slowly makes his way up to the box, and uh, it's still, it's bonkers up there. So this is just when he first gets there, kind of does the hand wave. And this is during pregame warm-up, so like the stadium's not even all the way full yet. And obviously he's excited, he's, uh, he's standing there with uh, Governor McMaster. Here you go, national anthem time. So as you can see, he's taking it all in. The stadium, uh, for the most part, isn't aware he's there yet. There's been no formal announcements. But then they do kind of, people start to realize, oh shit, Donald Trump is here. And it's a big deal. Okay, so that's about the time that South Carolina figured out Donnie J is in the house, all right? And uh, so Randy and I, while this is all going on right here, we have now made it into the hallway, waiting our turn to enter 
uh, President Trump's suite. Right, Randy? Yeah, we were on the list, which was cool. Yeah, so we're on the list. We're standing there. The South Carolina Attorney General standing there. A bunch of state senators and state congressmen are sitting there. The governor's already in his box. DJT is in his box. Um, while we're standing there, a couple fun little stories. Uh, everybody's like, who are you guys? Because we don't look like everyone else. We look like a couple of little, you know, flamboyant rock stars, right? Yeah, and everybody else was in their suits. Yeah, everybody else was in their suits. Some of them were in their Gamecock stuff. They were just yeah. going to a game. They had their kids with them and shit. So they're they're being very they're they're very polite but also a little bit southern snooty so it's like a combination of polite but also kind of elitist Mm -hmm. because they're like well we don't know you and we all know each other because we're all politicians right right? it was almost like a vibe like (laughs) how do you know trump that we weren't really supposed to be there yeah they were like well why are you here type of thing right and uh we were like oh we just we uh we kind of uh we're part of the dilly meme team they're like why does that sound familiar? Why do you look familiar? And I'm like, well, we make pretty much all the cool content that helps President Trump that he posts on Truth Social. That's our team that does that. And they were like, oh, wow. Like, oh, okay. Like, kind of, that's cool. So they were very friendly. They introduced themselves. I can't say anything other than, you know, you get that slight little kind of like, mm, oh, that's nice, cool, whatever. I think that's kind of cultural too. It's a very kind of Southern thing I've noticed. Yes. Passive aggressive bullshit. Yeah, it's that kind of bless your heart type of vibe. Yeah. The West Coast is openly rude. Southern. Yeah. <laughs> the South is passive aggressive as fuck. It's one of the weirdest. I love the South, but Southerners are passive aggressive as fuck. They, it's, it, we, it's weird for me and for Brendan because we're super direct. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck's your problem, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Um, so while we're standing there, you guys will be uh interested to know. This little lady comes scurrying out, and uh, she goes by the name Lady Lindsey Graham. (laughs) She comes scurrying out of the box seat with with President Trump and McCarthy, or uh, McMaster, excuse me. And so we were laughing our asses off because he's like ducking. When he first came out, I couldn't believe it was him. I was scared. I was like, and then I looked over at Brendan. Oh, yeah, he he walked right close to us, and he was all. And Brendan looks at me, he's like, that's who you think it is. Oh, like, oh, were you here kissing the ring? How adorable, right? And he does this slinky walk. Yeah, he was just like, oh, shit. Like, please, nobody yell at me. He's so broken. Yeah, so he kind of scurries past us. And again, um, the the hallway is starting to fill. Secret Service is stressed out. They're yelling at everybody, get the hell out of the way. They're telling her, park, move, you got to make a hole. We're like, oh, shit, okay. They're like stressed the fuck out. Yeah, God bless them. And then they were so frazzled. They're being not rude to us, but definitely not as friendly as they normally are. They're normally really over the top. And this time they were just. Yeah, usually they have like this level of customer service. that's like, whoa, these people are over the top nice. They weren't like outright assholes, but you could tell they were stressed out. Like they were trying to be polite, but it was really strained. They were even kind of barking at the senators and stuff. Oh, yeah, they didn't give a shit. Yeah. Um. Now, with that being said, Team Trump was always what they are. Exceptionally yeah. professional, friendly, all, and is also his private security were over the top. Yeah, always Just, are. Yeah, they're always incredible. But, but and to be fair, like I said when we were there, I was like, it's Secret Service. They're doing their job, and I'm sure securing that kind of stadium when Trump is switching things around is probably really stressful. Yeah. And I'd rather they be assholes and keep him safe. Yeah, and they yeah. were. And they, they were. They were being a little bit just... They didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so the hallway's filling. Um, we're on the list, obviously. It's about midway through the first quarter. We're supposed to be all going in there. It is chaos, though. 
There are people arriving that weren't supposed to be there. They weren't on the list. Secret Service doesn't like changes, in case you guys didn't know that. They I think fucking, that's why they were so stressed. So they're pissed off because there's other people that are trying to crash the party and get themselves into this room, and it's politicians, basically. So <clears throat> here's where it gets kind of funny. Eventually, the, the room fills up with a bunch of people who are hoity-toity that all know each other. And <laughs> right? That's the whole last vibe. And they're looking at, they're side-eyeing the shit out of me and Randy. We don't care. We're the sexiest people in there, and they all know it. <laughs> so we're sitting there, and they go, the room's filling up. We're literally just hidden on the side of the wall like this. We were working. Yeah, we were working. Tweeting and tweeting. telegramming and shit. And all of a sudden, and this is the funniest moment, they go, Dillies, are you here? <laughs> so they come and get me and Randy in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. So the attorney general's like, Whoa. the state senators are like, the congressmen and judges are like, and they're like, um, <laughs> Dillies, come with us. And I'm like, later, guys. It was nice talking to you. And we fucking head in, okay? So <laughs> everything changed after that. Yeah, everything. All of a sudden, everyone's vibe was a little bit different, right? But, well, and also, when you get past that initial security where they're like, who the fuck are you? Right. And get the fuck out. Right. When Once you get past that line of defense, it's like five-star treatment. Yeah. And everybody's like, okay, hey, and some of them we recognize. They're people yeah. who've, who've, you know, they've checked us before. Hopefully they didn't recognize us from yeah, South, Carolina. South Carolina. Like, hey, you two again. We're like, yeah, we left all the goodies at home. So, <laughs> um, so we get in and, uh, and they, the other big difference is once we got in, we never left. Everyone else had to leave, right? They all pop in and yeah, they do their shit. Because I wasn't really sure how that was going to go. Yeah, that was different. I was like, do we get like two minutes and then we're out of there and it's someone else's turn? Because it's a small box. Like, yeah. It only fits like a dozen people. Yeah. So we we head in and President Trump is uh, he's sitting down and um, it's not time to meet him yet. We, we get ushered in and uh, we, they move us kind of around the corner. And we're excited. There's Jason Miller. We're visiting with Jason. And we're visiting with the other senior staff that are present. And we're having a good old time. We're just chatting them up. And it's like almost time for us to go get our picture with President Trump. We're hanging out in the box. The governor's in there. The governor's family's in there. There's other pro athletes potentially in there with their families. We're having a good time, okay? So they they let the attorney general go ahead of us because he had a bunch of kids with him. Yeah, he had his whole family. He had his us. whole family. So they're like, let's get the AG in and out because he had too many people. So he gets over to President Trump. Him and his wife say hi, and they're doing their stuff. And the kids all take pictures. It's really cute. Yeah, and, that's sweet. And then they they take them out. And now it's time for us. I think we were next, right, Randy? Yeah. Or somebody, like, tried to cut in front of us. I think it was an elderly couple, yeah, really somebody, old. They were just trying to squeeze in real quick and cut in and say hi or something. Yeah, it was just they were trying to, like, kind of get some of these people, like, hey, you're in, you're out. Get the fuck out. Yeah, I mean, he. it was funny because I guess since there were so many – changes they were trying like a couple of different people were trying to squeeze their people in to see him yes and so they were just trying to get in where they could fit in type thing correct so then they're finally like okay so as we're about to be introduced to him i asked jason miller i'm like hey jason i'm like bro can you get like pictures of this that part was funny too though yes <laughs> You can't pin this guy down. He will not do what he's supposed to do. No, no. <laughs> President Trump does him, whatever he wants. You have to sit here and you meet this person at this time and then this yeah. person at this time. It's all scheduled and it goes out the window. Yeah, he's like, nope, I'm at a game. So he he kind of moved 
So the way it's set up, you have your chairs at the window to watch the game. And right. then behind the chairs, there's this whole kitchen area and a, a walkway on either side. Yes. And so he left his seat and went off to the kitchen. And every time he moved, you could see the security like, eh. Yeah, they're like <laughs> panicking, basically. Every time he moves. Yeah, so he got up and just went. He got his refreshments or whatever. was kind of chit-chatting. Right. And then one of his people was trying to bring us around the kitchen area to, to meet, meet him, him back there. Turned around. He was talking to us for a second. He turned around. He was gone. And he's like, I don't know where he went. Hold on. Right. Hold on. Yeah, right. So <laughs> so then they brought us around the other way. A different person's like, I'll come over this way. Right. So then I tell Jason, I say, he's, Jason. It's hard to pin down. Right. I say, Jason, please, will you take pictures? He goes, yeah, give me your phone. He goes, actually, I'll, I'll use it on my phone. I go, dude, you're the man. I don't care if you just get a couple of shots. Please get a picture. Jason went above and beyond. First of all, that's why he's a friend of mine. That's why he's a, he does, he's great at his job. Jason takes like 20 some pictures and we're going to go through those pictures with you guys. Awesome. Um, so I, I want to, obviously I'm building up a story cause I'm giving you guys the full context cause I want you to know what it's like. This is not, you know, obviously normal for us, you know, five years ago, we're in the corner of a bedroom doing a broadcast five years later, we have a team that, that single, almost single-handedly destroyed another candidate's, uh, you know, best opposition to Trump. We destroyed them. And that team is President Trump's, in his opinion, better than any other production team in the country. He, he's, he loves the, the Dilly meme I team. I agree with that opinion. Um, he, uh, based on the feedback I got from his staff, uh, they, they're like, why would we ever hire anybody from New York to make commercials for this man? We love them. We have a team. That's the way they feel about it, okay? So I'm trying to Which give you guys... really surreal. Like, yeah, I'm trying to give you the... That's still sinking in. <laughs> they, All of this is still not sunk yeah, in for me. It's very, it's very much a surreal experience uh, when you think about it that way. Um, we're going to get to the rest of the story. We're going to get right into the pictures. But first, let me take care of the last little bit of MAGA Commerce. Stronger Fitness has tons of products that could help you out in a pinch. Like an e-gift card. It's a more subtle way to tell them their lifestyle habits suck. With an e-gift card, let them decide on the products they want, or they can let Lori show them the way. You can also stock up on bundles to have on hand for those times you forgot to put someone on your list. Make sure you're signed up for email notifications for new products and sales coming up very soon. And today through Monday, that's today, all till the end of the day, 
All orders over 75 bucks are going to get you free shipping. StrongerFitnessLLC.com. That's StrongerFitnessLLC.com. Check them out today. And without any further ado, Randy's Booty. Let's get the All right, here we go. In this, we finally are shoved back into President Trump's face. He finally is pinned down for a moment, and we are walked over to him. Bam! And Jason starts clicking pictures. Now, first and foremost, over President Trump's shoulder is the governor of South Carolina. I believe that's his wife, but I may be mistaken. Uh, And that is obviously me and Randy laughing because he was high energy. Um, he, oh, was, he was so fun. He was in a great mood, but he was also a little, he was a little pissed off, right? And we'll talk about that in a second, but he mm-hmm. was kind of, he was fired up, man. He was passionate. So uh, right as we walk over, first thing out of his mouth is, uh, I knew I liked this guy. Yeah, that and, was uh, so much fun. It was right yes. as we were walking towards him. And it, that's what was so different about the the first time, you know, was a very formal setting, the photograph that we had with him. Yeah. So he stands on a, on a like podium and you walk up to him and he shakes your hand when you reach him. And this, it was a much more kind of rowdy, fun, like freestyle setting. He pointed down the walkway at you. Yes. And he was like, I knew I liked this guy. Yeah. So he's pointing at my hat. He yeah. was all excited about my signed hat. Uh, he was just digging the whole vibe, right? He got a big old grin on his face. He's like, I knew I liked you. And I'm like, ah, President Trump, it's so nice to see you again. He's like, oh, thank you so much. And he sees Randy and Randy says, we're so happy to see you again, sir. We met you in Georgia. And he goes, I know. I remember you guys. He said, he says, thank you so much for the work you're doing. I love what you're doing. Which blew my mind. I'm still over the moon about that because the first time we met him, it was fairly brief and it was, you know, formal photo in and out. Yes. And he does so many of those. And that was a couple of months ago now. I, nope. you know, but he remembered us. He remembered us and he He's acted, sharp as hell. he behaved like somebody that remembered us yeah. because he, uh, we went right into our pictures. We're having a good time. We get our thumbs up. He loves Randy. First, let me just tell you guys, cause she's probably going to downplay it. President Trump absolutely loves Randy. Um, he was so playful with her. Uh, he was like screwing around with her, like grabbed her by the <laughs> head. It was so fucking <laughs> funny. We'll get to that. But he, he like was kind of just. He was just being playful. He was just horsing around. Yeah, and, he was just like friendly and fun and super chatty. And yeah. like, and he shook my hand probably four or five different times. Uh, and we kept, you know, we're laughing. We're talking to him. Yeah, he acted like a homie with Brendan. I mean, they had a whole conversation. Yeah, it was a lot different than the first time. So we're 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 taking our pictures, as you guys can see here. We're very excited. These are a couple other, uh, you know, shots that Jason got for us. And then it's time to, let's, let's get down to brass tacks and talk here, right? So... This is where we were chit-chatting. So this is where he's like, can you believe these people? And he says, they're trying to say I got booed. And Randy goes, I know. She goes, we were just on social media arguing because I got footage proving that you weren't booed. She goes, uh, she says, uh, Clemson came on the field at the exact same time that your motorcade arrived. And I got video footage of it. He goes, you did? She says, yes. And he's talking to us. And I told him, yeah, I, was go ahead, like, Randy. I told him I already posted it right before we walked up to see you because I had posted it while we were in the box waiting our turn to see him. Yes. And so he was like, 
yeah, these these people are liars. They that's all they do is lie. Yeah, and I was like, don't worry, Mr. President, we are working on it. We, yeah, I mean, we're, this is... we're correcting the record. We're setting it straight right now as we yeah. speak. And we'll get to the rest of that. So he's he's still kind of going off about it, and we're talking. He's like, you believe these people? He goes, you saw me entering. Uh, he was all excited. You saw me in, in New York, and you saw the way they they received Dana White. He said, we got a huge standing ovation. And they try, they try to lie about everything. That's all they can do. By the do. way, in this photo, I was just staring at his skin. He has incredible skin. Yeah. Like in person, it's like dewy and healthy. Yes, Randy is staring <laughs> at his skin. Uh, I'm like, wow. Yes. <laughs> Melania must get him the most incredible products. Like, So then he and I, and I'm making this sort of like, give me a fucking break face. Because he and I are commiserating about the fact that they all, that the disimps and the fake news lie about shit that's easily disproven. And I'm like, you fucking tell me, sir. Uh, you tell me, right? <laughs> so we're talking about this. And uh, and he's describing the the massive crowd as uh, <laughs> he and Dana White entered Madison Square Garden, okay? So that's what you're seeing here. This is him showing us the massive crowd that was like the, the sound that was coming down, okay? Which is just... But can we just appreciate yes. the body language here? Like... You guys are getting to see. I'm I'm so grateful that Jason just was like clicking, clicking as we were talking because you can see how engaged the conversation was, like how um, much fun and how interactive he was and conversation. He was. He he was very very and it's different. Such a cool side of him to see. Yeah, he's very. He was very different with Randy and I than than the rest of the people that were there. This was a uh, this was not a photo op, okay? Because we start no. talking to him. And he thinks Randy's hilarious. He's got his hand on his shoulder. He, loves me. <laughs> he shook my hand numerous times. You know, he tells Rihanna she's beautiful at least three or four times. And he goes, You know she's beautiful, right? And I'm like, You're damn right I know. I go, You're damn right I, I that know. That was so cool. I was in the middle of talking to him. I was trying to say something smart. I don't even remember what I was fucking saying because it was like this fantastic blur. Right. But I was saying something. And in the middle of my sentence, he's like, God, you're so beautiful. Do you know that? Do you know she's beautiful? And then I was like, done. I was like, right. okay, I'm not talking Yeah, he anymore. says, you know she's melted. beautiful, right? So then, uh, <laughs> so we're playing around with them. We're having a good time. And then, um, you know, at, at one point, and Randy, I'll come back to the pictures here in a second. At one point, and this is what I was trying to say, when it, he grabbed her by the head, it was funny as shit. So we're joking around with him, and he goes... He goes, ah, you, and he grabs because he. I don't she, even remember what I said, but he thought we were funny. Yeah, she made some joke, and we're talking about basically fucking wrecking DeSimps, and he like grabs the little poofy thing on her hat. The little. And he's like, ah, blood. come here, you, and he, and he gives her a hug, and as he's hugging her, he shakes my hand again, and he's like, I know you guys are gonna take care of this for me, and I and this is important because this brings up the next conversation here. We're talking to him. And he's t he's pissed because he's like, they're trying to frame it that I got booed. And I'm telling him right here, this is the moment where Randy and I start to explain to him, there ain't no fucking way we're going to let them get away with it. Okay, this is a this is a big deal. And it'll, it'll make more sense in a minute. We tell him, President Trump, we're going to handle this. I said, uh, I, and Randy goes, our team is already on this, President Trump. We're already on it, okay? We said, we already gave video to our team. They're already working with the video. So he's starting to get excited. He goes, okay. And I said, uh, and at halftime, you have my word. We're going to correct the narrative and make sure we control the narrative about what really happened. So this is when he's like, you're going to take care of this. And he's pointing at me, okay? He's like, you've got this. And, and Randy says, sir, we've got this. 
We're going to take care of it. We're going to get the footage. Yeah, this is where he was saying, like, I want to get your foot. I want your video. Right. right? He and says, he I points, want your video. Then he points to his people. Well, we're getting to that. We're oh, almost there. Okay. So he's like, okay, and we're explaining what video we've got, but we're also explaining the footage we're going to take. Yes. Things start to escalate because he's like, okay. He calls over senior staffer Brian Jack. Brian, she's got video. Proving these liars that I didn't get booed, okay? This is, <laughs> like, I didn't I get booed. I want their video. Get their video. I want their video. I'm going to get their video. And uh, Make I sure say. you get their video. <laughs> and I say to Brian Jack, I say, Brian, wait till you see the video we're going to take at halftime. I said, we're going to set this straight. Uh, the Dilly Meme team is already on it. My wife and I are going to take care of this. We're going to get the footage when he comes out. And we're going to basically destroy these liars uh, who are trying to say that he got booed and they're publishing articles saying he got booed. So he's he's like, you make sure you guys get the footage from him. <laughs> this right? is what I loved about it. He went like from being very like warm and fun and like friendly, grandfatherly, fatherly type thing. And then he's like gets all competitive, but he's very still, like, he's so even tempered and good natured even yeah, he, when he's competitive. He's a very just really great guy. And, and, <laughs> and he's like this guy right here is going to get the footage, okay? You make sure you get the footage. He, they are, they've got the videos. And you do not, he's, he's going back and forth between pointing <laughs> at all of us. He says, you make sure you got all the footage because these people are liars, right? He's talking about the media. They're lying about me. And uh, meanwhile, I become aware of the fact Jason's taking pictures. And I take a quick moment to do this. This <laughs> is my favorite right here because he's still giving orders on what he wants done and i realize jason's clicking away <laughs> look at that shit eating smirk and i'm like, like hey everybody fuck it guys i said hey everybody who's ever had a fucking problem uh with me and told me i wasn't going to be anywhere in life this is me uh <laughs> hanging out with president trump in the box letting him know that we're going to take care of all of the uh fucking haters okay so i know look at you just like that is like the ultimate troll smirk you're like i'm about to fuck your shit up so bad well that's how i felt <laughs> so so let me go back now for a moment randy because these are obviously incredible moments with president trump so that's the end of our meet and greet but that was not the end of our experience visiting with president trump so everybody else who did a meet and greet they shuffle off after they meet him for us we have this whole dialogue he's fucking shaking my hand again I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. I go, hey, we got you. We got you. I go, our team absolutely loves you, sir. You know we're going to make sure that you you get the appropriate um, uh, credit for what you did here today, right? We're like, you're going to get, you're not, this is not going to stick with this shit they're trying. He says, thank you. And then me and Rihanna leave. I now, got to give him big bear hugs too. Yes. Because he, I, I was just going to stand there and, and be thrilled to be in his presence but he was very like engaging and huggy. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not yeah, letting go. He was, I mean, he kept shaking oh, my big hand, old bear hug. kept putting his hand on my shoulder, kept putting his hand on Randy's shoulder, hugging he her. Like he's amazing. Right. Okay. He smells so good. Yes. DJT is the man. So as we're standing there, um, he says, okay, thanks guys. You know, we're going to, okay. So we, everyone else is shuffled out the door. Nah, 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 not us. We are shuffled to the back of the suite. So we're still in there. Yeah, with we just got moved down the walkway, like yeah, just down near the little, the little kitchenette area. So we're in the kitchenette area. Everyone else are like, okay, get the fuck out. And right. then the, the, the next people will come and in. And that's when Randy took a really great picture of him. I don't know if she, she posted it. I did. It's I the don't know rear... if you have it, but it's when he was standing at the window looking right. out at the game. Right. Great photo. It's a fantastic photo. Let me make sure I got all these. Okay. 
So do you want me to send it to you? No, no, no. It's fine. Okay. So, um, we're hanging out. Now we're talking to the rest of the team, Trump, actual senior people, right? Um, as I, you saw in the picture, Brian Jack was there, uh, Jason Miller and a couple other important people that really were just senior members that are great people. So we're chit chatting with them. They're telling us how much they love the memes. They're gushing about, uh, you name it. They're talking about uh, earpiece guy. They're talking about, uh, earpiece some, guy has been a favorite for yeah, they a while. They guy. always bring that up. Yeah, they bring up earpiece guy. They were bringing up Miguel California, uh, doing, you know, zooming in on the governors. He's, they're bringing up like, I don't even know. They named so many memes. They're just so excited. All right. They're telling me, Hey, he, he doesn't even want us working with an, other ad agencies. Cause you guys make better commercials. We're that's like, true. great. Thank you. Like, that's awesome. So, it's now getting late in the second quarter. There's probably about three minutes left in the second quarter. And it, it's time now for President Trump to go down below because he's part of the halftime ceremony. Now, this is where it gets kind of crazy. Rihanna and I are standing in the back near where the food's at. There's a walkway. It's probably 15 feet, nothing crazy. He's up obviously at the, uh, the, the railing against the front, right? Because he wanted good seats. So... As he's getting ready to walk out, we're like, see you, Mr. President. And he looks over and he's like, he like sees me, our eyes meet, and he beelines it for me. So everyone else, he kind of stands up and gives a wave, okay? He's like, all right, guys, thanks, I'm out of here. And he's walking this way. He looks over, he sees me, and fucking whoop. And now the Secret Service is I, pissed again. I have to, yeah, they're like, ah. Like, right, because he, I have team, to point out, though, it was yes. really, it just impressed me so much. His stride, I, he's got... He's got a stride. stride. Yeah, he he took that hallway in like two steps. Yeah. So <laughs> he's leaving and I'm like, thank you, Mr. President. And he looks over and he's like, oh, wait, them. And he fucking <laughs> beelines it for me and Randy again. So Secret Service is like, ah, and his team is like, Mr. President, we have to go. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fucking heads for me. He's like, hey, man, he shakes my hand again. He's got his hand on my shoulder. He's talking to me. Hey, we thank you for what you guys are doing. I, I love your work. And thank you for what you're doing today. He go, and so then, th this is when he had told so me. So then, hold on. And then he, and then I say, thank you, sir. And Randy stand next to me. He go, he goes in for the big hug, right? He pulls her in. He's like, give me that hug. And Randy, what, what does he say to you at this point? Well, previously in our, in our earlier conversation, right before he started talking about, or maybe it was right after he talked about the UFC stuff. He said, can you believe that they're, what they're saying? And the, they always lie. They're horrible. The way he says horrible, right. it's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> I love the way he says that. And he's like, but I'm about to go on the field now and they won't be able to say that anymore. Watch this. Yeah. That's his last words to Randy and I is he says he's, he lets go over hugs her. He's about to cut around the corner. He goes, watch the, he like points back. Watch this. No, that he said, watch this. And then yeah, he starts to walk this. away. Then he turns around and he's like, make sure you let them know. Yeah. That's what, what he happened. says. Make sure you let them know. That was the last thing he said. He's like, make sure you let them know what really happened. Yep. So then he, I was like, we will, we're going to so film then he it. walks out. Now this is where. It becomes a God thing. So meeting President Trump the first time, incredible. Second time where he actually recognized us, knew who we were, lights up, has a fun, a fun time. We're all, you know, talking to him and stuff. That's, it's incredible. So as they leave, Justin Caporell pops his head around the corner, who's another senior Trump member. And he goes, hey, you guys can stay in the boxes as long as you want or until they kick you out. Because this is not Trump's box. This is <laughs> this the governor's, the governor's box. box with Lindsey Graham and a bunch of other people who 
they were like looking at us kind of like, okay, big deal. They're getting a quick meet and greet until they saw how he responded to me and Randy. Then they're like, who the hell are those people? <laughs> then they, he saw like the, he, he didn't want to leave. He wanted to visit with us more. And I think the whole room is just like, I know nobody was going to be the one to tell us yeah, to leave they were after kick, that. Yeah, no one wanted to kick us out because they're like, clearly they're important to him. Who the hell is this, right? But they're looking at each other because these are all, it's the governor, his wife, it's uh, yeah, Lindsay. Yeah, so somebody in there was like, hey, guys, stay, have some food and drink. Yeah, they go eat they up have... and get some food and drinks. Oh, my God, it was a beautiful spread. Yeah, I was goes, too excited to touch it. They go stay it, here and eat but... and drink as long as you can until they kick you out. And we're like, okay fucking like what yeah like, but then the people in the box were like come eat and I, but i was too excited right. to eat i went and that was funny because i went to the little fridge to get a water bottle and i noticed the fridge had been fully stocked yes and the only thing missing on that bottom shelf like the cokes and sprites were all full yep there were two diet two coke diet coke spaces missing, missing. <laughs> and i was like i bet mr president had his diet coke right so um so rainy and i are in the back and now president trump is on his way down to the ground floor. This is important. We go into the meme room, we're chatting with the memers. This is where we become really aware that they are, that the memers, the Dilly meme team are already fighting the Democrats and DeSims on social media about what has happened, whether he got booed or not, okay? They're already publishing fucking articles. Yeah, there were already news articles news. coming out. And Phantom says, it was Phantom Shadow with the rest of the meme team go, you guys have to get, and Machiavelli asked me, you guys have to get landscape footage from the 50-yard line box seats so we can destroy these assholes, okay? The team they, is like- The team would be laughing if they saw it too because we're standing at the glass. Oh yeah, in front of everybody. To come at, yeah, we were like, fuck it. We didn't give a fuck. Yeah, we're just standing at the very front of the glass waiting for him to come out with our phones out. Yes. And Brendan's holding his phone and he keeps looking at me like, Randy, don't fuck this up. Make sure it's in landscape. If you do it in portrait, the meme team's going to fucking oh, yeah. kill you. I was like, they'll kill you. <laughs> so this is really important, you guys. And this is the God moment. And we tag teamed it. He's like, I'll film over here. You film over there. Right. So here's what I want you guys to understand though. Team Trump, God bless them. They all went down to the field to film from that view. They didn't leave a photographer or a videographer up in the box, which the box view, not only do you get the whole panoramic view of the stadium, you get all the panoramic sound. So this is like the shot of all shots. And if you don't stay up there to get that shot, you're hoping someone in the crowd does, which more than likely they're going to film it wrong. It's not going to be done right. So, Randy and I stay up in the box and this is how I knew. I'm like, dude, we went from, this is a fun thing. We're here to meet Mr. President to. We were working. We were working because what did we say, Randy? Back to when we met him, we gave him our word. Mm -hmm. We said, Mr. President, we're going to make sure that they cannot fucking frame this the way they have. We have your back. It was a total God thing. Total God thing. Because. Because when then, he got to the stadium, yes. the, the uh, cell service was scrambled. Yep. It was really hard to get messages or media in and out. Yep. So it just I just happened to get that message from Phantom Shadow. Because I had been, and I, I had happened to be filming a lot more than I usually do when we go somewhere. Usually I like right. to sit without my phone and disconnect for a little bit. Because I don't usually get to do that. And this time I was filming everything and sending it all to the team just for fun. In real time. In real time. Yes. And I happened to send that video of them booing Clemson. 
I hadn't even realized at the time that it was a significant video. Yeah, because President Trump's pulling in and you just think, yeah, okay, Yeah, I just what, thought it know. was funny because I was like, wow, these college teams don't play. They boo the other right. team mercilessly. Right. And then Phantom Shadow's message to me happened to get through that said, you've got to post that because this is what's happening. Right. So this is where it gets really incredible. I wasn't going to bring it up to the president at all. He brought, he brought it, up it up first. And then he got really worked up. Or I would have up. never yeah. mentioned it. But this is important. Randy and I looked him in the eye. He looked both of us in the eye and we, and we told him, Mr. President, the Dilly Meme team has your back. We're going to destroy this narrative before the end of the night and everyone will know what happened. And this is critical because Randy and I took footage. Now we're going to watch my video first. I, I want you guys to understand something though. These ended up being the definitive videos that got between 10 and 15 million plays across all of social media. Yeah. It went everywhere. Mainstream everywhere. news Grab these videos, and this one will start with mine. So Randy, yeah, that is two minutes in 10 seconds straight of blisteringly loud cheering for Donald Trump. That video was embedded by the news reporter from the USA Today that and even he had to bend the knee and say, holy moly, look at this thing, because Newsweek had published an article stating that President Trump got booed. They, that's what they did. He quote tweeted Newsweek and goes, that's not what I'm seeing in this video here. He yep. used my video. Yep. Benny Johnson also embedded used my video. Fucking disimp Clay Travis used my video. That wow. pissed him off. He said, wow, I've never seen a college stadium do this. This is a huge deal. So Randy also took a video, and we're going to get to that in a second. 
So we take these videos, and Randy's does, I think, I, I last I totaled on hers, it was somewhere around eight or nine million across just the accounts I could find. Mine did something like another seven or eight million across the accounts I could find, okay? You're talking like 20 million plays in like 24 hours, all right? Well, and, that, and you can tell that audio, the stadium was shaking. It was vibrating. It yes. was incredible and powerful. And like you said, when you're at the very top box like that, you're getting all of that ambient sound. So you can hear it. Yes. And you can see the entire crowd and show all those full right. seats and all those people cheering. And it made it even more pathetic that the people trying to cling to the narrative that he was booed. The only footage they have is that one video where they won't show the people booing because right. they aren't booing. Because they're not booing him. There's only that one little angle. Right. And you can tell in the audio that they're not booing him, that it's ambient. Right. And and then the uh, there's some footage of some band geek giving him a thumbs down. Right. But I mean, this was destroyed because Randy and I took the footage. The Dilly meme team jumped on yep. it spread that shit like wildfire so that every it was the major account it was the timing yes it's all about timing it yeah. always is about timing and the dilly meme team snatched the fucking narrative away from the left and DeSantis. it that that narrative was dead within 45 fucking completely minutes completely dead and they dead. still they clung to it all weekend and it just got more and more pitiful because it's like right. if, if you are just holding on to a few people booing or some billboard someone put up somewhere out of town. We drove all over town and never saw that billboard, so I don't know right. where it was. It was but, one. It was one South Carolina lawyer. Yeah, one it was like guy. one guy got he a, bought eight of them. One guy got a billboard somewhere outside of town. Yes, and it was like that's not. You can't compare that to a stadium full of eighty thousand right. people screaming for two and a half minutes for this guy. They didn't let up till after he left the field. No. So now let me get to the rest of the story. So we take this footage at halftime. We both immediately upload these videos, right? I text uh, Jason and I say, hey man, are you guys coming back? He goes, boss called an audible. We're out of here. So I think he wanted to leave on that high note. He's like, we're done. Like, mm -hmm. and frankly, I think Secret Service was like, we are, we can't, we're <laughs> yeah, done, right? We gotta get out of here. So we, he decided he's not coming back for the second half because it was just, if you guys, I've never seen really like chaos like this around them because normally it's not like this. It was fucking madness, okay? Yeah, I, I think if he could have stayed for longer, he probably would have enjoyed it, but I understand why he wouldn't have. I think it was the security team said, we, we can't. Yeah, I think, I think they're like, we can't because there's so many people and yeah. they were rowdy from the beginning. Yeah, it was, it was fucking out of control. I think getting out of that city once the game was Smart. over and 100,000 people back to are all over the place. Yeah, get yeah. him out of there. Yeah, get him back to Mar-a-Lago. So, we get the text. Hey, man, we're not, you know, he says, boss called an audible. He's heading back to Mar-a-Lago. I say, dude, thank you so much. Um, we, and so I wrote it. I texted him. I said, we gave our word to President Trump that we could, we would control the narrative for him, that we would make sure people knew of the real story of what happened here tonight. And I included the links to my tweet and Randy's tweet. And I said, these are going mega viral right now. Let him know we've kept our word and corrected the narrative. And I said, we, it's important for me and Rihanna because we told that we gave him our word we would, we would handle this. And uh, Jason texts back, thank you so much. Now, this is where it gets really cool. About 30 minutes goes by. Maybe 30, not even 30. It's about 20 minutes. Randy and I head out of the stadium because we're like, well, we're done. So we turn around. Hey, thanks everybody in the box that we don't know. We're out of here. 
We say goodbye. This see you guys. It's funny because I had told Brendan while we were standing in there, you know, there's still a bunch of people in here. You should probably make some friends. I'm sure there's people in here Man. you would like. Yeah. He's like, uh, we were just too, we were Out so focused and excited about President Trump. No, I was there due to my job. Like once we did our jobs, I knew there was more work to do, but I was like, we're done. Right. He was like, he was focused on work at that point, And he ended up saying hi to somebody that he didn't even realize who it was. Yeah. We had well, a couple, yeah, football players and different things. And I don't even care about that. But so we, we do our thing. And we say, goodbye, we're out. About 20 minutes later, I get this text. And this was pretty cool. So I had sent the one I, uh, over there and he says, uh, it's Jason. And he says, the president was just talking about you and your wife. And he had nothing but, uh, what did he say? Uh, admirable words to say for you. Is that what he said? That kept me up for like two nights. Cause I was like, what did he say? Right. What so, does that mean? Yeah. I want to know. Oh my gosh. Was it like. I want to be accurate. Good people, so let me, or let me tell like, you what he said. Cause we were like, you know, I'm so curious. I wish I could know what he said. He said, POTUS was very complimentary of you, you guys just now. What did he say? What we were still the don't know what he said. We just know that <laughs> we'll he, never know. He, we just know that he brought us up and was talking about Randy and I, and then we sent over our videos and, and they were like, thank you. And uh, the way they thanked Randy for her video was uh, by President Trump posting it to Truth Social. Woo!
So that uh, was our first uh, debut, I guess, my face on his True Social page. And, and what, we've had lots of uh, memes on his uh, True Social page. I guess actually that's not true. My face is in a lot of those Dilly Meme Team closers. But uh, Randy kind of got this one. And, and obviously the shot that everybody was all excited about because they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Again, another God thing, because I was like, you know, focus on filming the field and the cheering and all that. And of course, our president. And I thought, you know, this is a once in a lifetime moment. We're standing up here in the box, yes. the governor's box, recording Trump on the field. I want to capture that Brendan is here doing this. So I kind of panned over and got the footage of Brendan as he's filming from the governor's box and then panned back. Yeah. And then we had made the comment like, man, I hope they use my video. And they did. Yeah, I told I go, I go, <laughs> I wonder if they're going to post our videos on his true social. And we both were quiet. And I go. I hope he uses yours because I'm in that one. <laughs> and I was like, me too. But yeah. I didn't think much of it, but then he actually did. Then he posted it. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Now, this is important for us personally because when you give your word to somebody, especially President Trump, a man who sacrificed everything for all of us, I felt like it was really important. We wanted to show him we were serious about our jobs. Yeah. And we take it upon ourselves. We feel that our job, at least in a setting like that, is to show the public the real truth about who Donald Trump is and how much he's loved. Because all he has, and God bless them, he's got a staff and that's it, right? And and he's got a small staff and they catch what they can catch, they fit and they do a great job, but they don't catch everything. And it's up to the public, people like me and Rihanna and all of you, to pull your phones out and and you have to make sure you're documenting because these motherfuckers will lie about him because they are shitting their pants right now, you guys. They know they can't stop him. Okay? I've just decided now after this, everywhere we go that has anything to do with Trump or anything, I'm going to have my phone out. Yep. Because we have the ability, always landscape, by the way. But we have the ability to beat the fake news in real time. And you know what happened, Randy? Landscape, by the way, means don't hold your phone like this. Hold it like this. Yes. By Sunday, <laughs> and this is important. The fake news. Now, the simps are sticking to their story, but the Democrats and the fake news dropped the story that he got booed by the end of the day Sunday. They saw the video and they went, don't fucking run the story. We look stupid. He didn't get booed, okay? It's super important that you guys do this. But what about the billboard? Right, because <laughs> the only angle that Team Trump was able to get, and not that it wasn't a good one. Ours is better. It wasn't the definitive one. There's two errors here. Number one, we have a vertical film. Doesn't work. Number two, the angle only captures part of the stadium. It doesn't get everything. Still a great video. Just it's not the same thing as standing in the sky ball or in the uh, special suites at the 50-yard line. Sound isn't as loud because of where they're standing. Jason was doing landscape. He knows what's up.
the mean zone. The mean team absolutely loathes portrait mode. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? Portrait mode is super valuable for, like, Instagram and TikTok. Yes, it is. It just doesn't work. Here's to the crazy ones, the rebels, troublemakers, the ones who see things differently. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we Randy, you're really slow on the draw there. Now we got to start the meme over. <laughs> she, she didn't have her headphones on and missed the beginning. Here's to the crazy ones, the rebels, troublemakers. The ones who see things differently. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Thank you, little. Oh, the feels. I know. Mm. So, um, obviously, the fallout from this has been tremendous. It's been a, a, an amazing experience. Um, there were no other influencers in that in that suite. Uh, as a matter of fact, there was only the governor of South Carolina, some pro athletes, uh, a state senator, a bunch of congressmen that got to visit briefly, the attorney general, and us. Okay? So, this wasn't one of those things where you... You could fill out a VIP form and they were like, oh, yeah, you could be one of many. The cope was so real when these photos and videos came yeah. out. I yeah. mean, people were like, well, this is fake. It's photoshopped. And we're like, Pfft. well, here's the thing. And then, oh, well, you just paid for it. The left and the, the establishment Republicans who are aware of the Dilly meme team and of my show and of me and, and my wife have been concerned about this thing happening for a really long time. Because there's a lot of people that you can probably put in the position that we were in that don't know what to do with it. And it, it dawned on me when I was there with him. We're tenacious. Well, the moment wasn't too big. And a lot of people, I think it's easy because, dude, he's... He's fucking angelic, okay? Like, he is like, <laughs> yeah. you're standing with them, and it's like the boss of all bosses. And I can see how people, if you don't have the right temperament and the right self-belief, you're going to fucking go, whoop. And there's a lot of people that'll fake it. And they'll stand there, and they'll be like, I'm a big shot. And they play the big shot card. And in my mind, and in my wife's mind, we're there at the ser to service and take care of him. Okay, we're, we're there to serve what he needs for That's his campaign. Weird, but yes. 
Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean, though, Randy? Like, because all everybody else is a fucking takers, man. That that was what They're I. They're moochers saying. and hanger oners, not his yeah. staff, but I'm saying the people no, that get no, in no. close to him. No, people want to get near him for clout or for whatever they can do to benefit themselves. Right. And I think that when you go in there, like we did, with a hundred percent just the right intentions, I mean, our our only goals are okay. Ugh, our only goals are to get him back to the White House. And right. it doesn't matter what anyone says or does or if we're not paid or any of it. And we're, like, we're not there for clout. We're not there for money. We're not there for anything other than that end goal is his success is our success is the country's success. Right. Well, and, and the other thing is, I can't say this without sounding the way I'm going to sound, but I'm going to sound the way I'm going to sound because it's fucking true. Someone asked the chat if we were intimidated. Not anymore. No. The first time, I think you're a little bit like, dude, I'm about to finally meet Trump. Oh, the first time I was. Yeah, first was time you're kind of like, it's like ripping the Band-Aid off, okay? I'm going to be straight with you guys. I walk in that room and I'm like, he's the fucking boss. But beside him, I feel that I'm probably the next best leader in this entire fucking room. And there's a governor, there's a senator, there's a fucking pro athlete, former you know Hall of Fame NFL quarterback. And I'm like... I, I, I don't, I, no disrespect to anybody else in here. That's the boss. I'll be quiet and listen to him. Everyone else in here should shut the fuck up and listen to me because I can tell they don't know what I know and they don't know how to do what we do. My wife and the fucking team, they don't understand that. And I'm okay with being underestimated, but I'm a loud mouth who gets shit very fucking right. Okay. And I know how to lead people and I know how to build teams and i know i have a team that's better than everybody else's there's no one else on planet earth with a better pr team right now than the dilly meme team that is so true it's not close and he knows it he fucking said why would we hire anybody from fifth avenue when we've got these people they know me and they do better videos and better production and better commercials than everyone else they didn't even have to hire us to do it right he goes, <laughs> i just use them they're they're the best so i didn't feel intimidated at all um i wasn't nervous i think i wanted more time with him because i think that there's larger conversations i've got to have with him at some point but no the moment wasn't too big um i and and the thing is i what i'm so proud of and i'm and also i'm so thankful for you want to give back and say thank you to him but you what exactly. do you do right so you want to say thank you and normally people go they write a text or they send a letter and but we had given him our word I wanted to make it rewarding for him. Like, dude, thank God we let the Dillies into that fucking room. I didn't want it to be like, oh, that Brendan and Rihanna say thank you. I didn't want that. I wanted it to be like, Mr. President, the Dillies say thank you. Oh, by the way, they wanted you to know they kept their word. Here's the videos that are going mega viral because I know what matters to a man like that. And it ain't fucking words, it's actions. And I knew he was like, I wanted him to see that and go, dude, this is why I love the Dilly meme team. And he does. He fucking loves the Dilly meme team. All of Team Trump loves the meme team because we have such a diverse, diverse group of people. They have managed to, to connect with every member of senior admin in a different way because we have so many varying personalities. So some of them love, you know, they love Lauren Eve and they go, oh my God, she makes me feel this way. They see Magical Trevor. Oh, he's so funny. He does it. Or Miguelifornia or Phantom or Mac or Ramble and so on and so forth. They, they all have... They've identified, and, and it's everyone's so quirky and fun. We're all they've got. Um, they, you guys don't understand it, and I don't think Miguel Forty would mind me saying this. You know, 
uh, we were getting text messages all weekend from Carrie Lake too. She's a friend of mine. She's a friend of Mike's. And she's like, you guys don't realize you're how we're decompressing because when it comes to culture, we don't have any other culture out yeah. there for, from a fun, hilarious, you know, joyful standpoint. It's the Dilly meme team. And then it's a bunch of like, maybe it's a rocker. Like you like Kid Rock. You're like, okay, that's a good song. But Kid Rock's not doing comedy, right? So you're really limited in where you can go. And well, and, all, and if your world is politics, right? It's is the only thing that's really relatable to well, if you those tune in that are TV, relevant to you. Well, and Randy, as far if, as comedy and yes, but honey, if they if they tuned into if you're a conservative, and in the last seven years you tuned into Saturday Night Live or any other kind of show. They're making fun of you. You never get to right. turn it on and go, oh, I am finally have someone getting my back. That's what I mean. Like in this world, they don't really have anything for culture for them. No. Other than defending stealing. them, promoting them other than us. And it's not lost on them. And, and President Trump followed, Granny, you don't want you to grab your headphones. He followed posting um, our videos to Truth Social by taking a meme that Leah did and posting oh, yeah. it once again onto the his account time. because he's like I said, he loves that. He loves the Dilly meme team. And so he wanted to I'm say so thank you a second people. time. Run, boy, run. This world is not meant for you. Run, boy, run. They're trying to catch you. I say these words to you tonight. We will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. We will make America great again. Just an incredible meme by Leah Memes of the Dilly Meme team. We all love that one. You get chills every time you watch it. And uh, I mean, what, what can you say? You know, the, the team is hitting on all cylinders. Um, all we ever really needed was a chance because if you gave us the chance, we were going to capitalize like there, like some people and this is in life. Not everyone is clutch. Um, not everybody shows up in the fourth quarters. A lot of people play really good 
at the beginning of a sport or a beginning, they start really fast and they don't really have mental strength. Uh, I am a fucking gamer. I'll tell you right now, it doesn't matter what we're playing or what we're doing. If it comes down to clutch, I'm gonna hit it. Like, and that's how the Dilly Meme team is. And that's what is happening. My wife is the same way. It's about the timing. It's about being able to perform when, not when no one doesn't need you. Because anybody can fucking do good when nothing's on the line. It's when the absolute everything is on the line that you've got to be able to show up. And that's what we've been doing now for three straight years. The campaign for Trump 2024 may have started for them November of 22. It started for us. January 2020. January of 2020. That's what I think about when, because I've had a lot of people say. Oh, January 21, rather. Oh, Randy. you're so lucky. Oh, I'm so jealous. And it's like, this has nothing to do with luck. This has been day in and day out. Every working, day. Grinding every day, every night for January hours, of 21, the day after Biden years. got sworn in. I told everybody. Yes. And our and our people who are have been here since then will remember that. Now, now I want to highlight something. The Dilly Meme team has been grinding. And yeah. And so have we, but there's some somebody else, and that's the fans. I gotta tell you guys something. Because fame is a gift that other people give you. You don't yep. get to give yourself fame, okay? And the way I view fame is if you give me your time and your money, I'm going to make sure, even though I'm not a congressman or a senator, I'm not a politician, but I'm going to make sure you're represented at a higher level. That's how I view my job. So when I get there and I'm standing and, and talking to President Trump, I know that I'm there on behalf of thousands of other people who have made my lifestyle possible and my show possible. Because without the Dilly 300, there is Absolutely. no Dilly meme team. And without a Dilly meme team, there is no Brendan Dilly helping out President Trump. And without Brendan Dilly and without the Dilly meme team, we would be, and the campaign would be, in a very different place right now. And they've openly Correct. admitted that. Correct. They, they flat out told us. Yeah. We, we delivered them a lead on DeSanctimonious that is under budget and way the fuck ahead of schedule. We're talking yeah. five, six months. And I imagine that makes a big difference with, you know, having that burden off your shoulders with all of the other legal bullshit that they're trying to railroad him with right we, now. We actually, here's what we did. And I don't know how you even quantify something like this. Aside from just getting him a, an adequate, a healthy fucking big lead. You guys, we made the 2024 campaign fun for them. Yep. I don't know how to express to you the importance of what that has done, not yes. just for invigorating his team. Like if you're the team and you get to get on the plane and the first thing they do, I'm just letting you guys know, they get on social media and they watch the memes. It's number one. They get on the fucking plane. They're decompressing. They're all like, Ooh, what? That was crazy. They're like, let's check out the fucking memes. And they start They're one. They're laughing. Oh my God. Look at this shot. Oh, that's killer. All of them do this. They do it as a team. It's part of their meetings, mm -hmm. okay? So when you can invigorate people where you're like, you're literally, we have to give them life. And the way we give them life is through our art form, our support, our words. But the Dilly meme team, with the help of the Dilly 300, I'm only able to deliver the, the, the fucking messages I've got because of all of you guys. I had the very same mentality going into it as well was that, you know, I really wanted to make our people proud and do right by our community. It's something that I take a lot of pride in and have a lot of respect for is our community. Right. We've spent years building. And the only reason that we've built this community is everybody who's a part of it, who 
engages with the show every day, is in the chat, is in our Telegram, and they support and uplift each other and communicate right. with each other as well. And, well, and I and, mean, and, that means a lot, I think. And I think because um, a lot of people were like, oh, I, I feel silly because I feel so emotional and proud over this. And it's like, I wouldn't feel silly for that. This is your success. 100%. This is yours. Yes. It's your campaign. That's I wanted everybody to take ownership of whether it's the show or the campaign. This is our campaign. This and, is us. And that's something everybody tells us that becomes a part of the show. Sponsors, guests, right. guest hosts, or people when that you guest on their show, they all say that they are blown away by our community. Well, and something I want so engaged. Yes, and I want you guys all to understand something. You know, there's a reason I'm friends with Laura Loomer. Laura and I spoke today. Actually, I'm not going to get into the details of it. Here's what I'm going to tell you. Laura and I agree. It's a God thing, because. Laura's not paid by President Trump or his campaign. Laura is literally doing what she does. And Laura has helped secure California because no one caught what the California GOP was trying to do. Laura caught the Florida legislator and what they were going to do. And they had to back off. She has numerous things and she continues to do it down, do it She's all. She's been making enormous differences that we haven't even seen the fruits of those labors yet, but we will in 2024. Yes, but her and I spoke today and she's like, I'm so glad she was, I have so much respect because I feel like you and your wife are kindred spirits. When I talk to people, I she goes, you get me and I know you get it because you get the same thing. Like you get a vibe about people really quick. And she goes, and I like that you're, you're not afraid to roast these motherfuckers. And Laura Loomer and I spoke about this. We spoke at length today and we talk quite frequently because she's a friend of mine. And she's not being paid by Team Trump. She's a real one. It doesn't mean she's going to get everything right. Nobody gets everything right. Just like I don't get everything right. But her, her intent is always the same. Find the truth and fucking tell the story, right? And defend Donald Trump, right? And, uh, and that's what we're all about. And so what's, what's happened is I think that the president's campaign initially and i don't blame them they probably have people constantly trying to infiltrate and use president trump i think that we the dilly meme team laura loomer i think there's been enough i think the buy-in has been very slow because you're you're careful you're cautious and after we've spent time with him i understand why they're trying to protect him because he's really sweet <laughs> you don't want people getting close to him that can hurt him and uh and i'm telling you guys um, the, the, the buy-in is there. They, they understand how valuable we are. They understand how valuable Laura Loomer is. And, uh, and I really feel like that's, that's what it's about. The Dilly 300 are leading the charge with Loomer and, uh, we're working as a team to make sure we put president Trump back, uh, in office and, uh, couldn't be more proud. Uh, I think it was a fantastic event. Randy looked gorgeous as hey. usual. President the Trump. hat was a great yes. choice. Yeah, I knew it was a home I run. I hadn't even considered it, and you were like, wear the hat. And it, it was cute. Every time I wear it, I get compliments on it. A lady was like, I love your hat. Yeah, so that was, you know, Randy looked beautiful. Um, I went pretty much as me because <laughs> I think it's important. You know, I'm, I'm not a political wonk. I don't want to look like his other staffers. No disrespect. I don't want to look like the politicians. I want to show up. I just want you to look like you. Yeah, I'm like, hey, man, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not these motherfuckers. You know, I, I talked to him just the way I talked to you guys. I wasn't like careful not to curse. I was very candid, like, fuck them. <laughs> Man, fuck the fake news. They're always lying. I was like, these motherfuckers are always lying. 
Um, Randy looked beautiful. It was a great time. Maybe. We hope you guys are proud of what we were able to do there. Uh, it was a very... I'm um, proud that we were able to take something that I think under any other circumstances for anybody else would have just been a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to get to spend time and see yes. President Trump. We were able to take that and capitalize it into work that actually directly benefited Trump. Yes. him. Yeah. And I'm really proud of that. Yeah. I think that was the biggest moment for me. It's so weird. You'd think it would be when we met him. And, and really, the thing I'm most proud of the whole night was the fact that we were able to help him that night. Yeah. I, I think that by far ended up being the most critical thing. Cause it me was, too. That matters more to me than anything else. I mean, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Randy, I fucking hate the fake news. And the fact that we continue to bend these motherfuckers over every chance they think Very they've got satisfying. them. It's so satisfying. And it, and it is because the meme team knows exactly what to do with the videos. The Dilly 300 knows how to frame the arguments now because we've been we've been really training for this for years. And Randy and I, and, and really, I got to say Miguel Fornia because he does a lot of oh, these. Oh, he's amazing. Mike does the same thing. Like, we, he, we know how to catch moments when we're present. So we've been doing this for years, right? The, the Dilly meme team and the timing of it. Right. But the Dilly but this meme is team is a really great example. And the Dilly 300 put us, whether it's me or Rihanna or Miguelifornia continuously in a chance in, in positions where, where you either have an eye for what you know matters and you film it or you don't. And Mike moves quick on this. I move quick Mike on it. So good at it. Randy moves quick on it. And then the Dilly meme team takes it, turns it into you guys saw the memes today. They're fucking incredible. Yeah, and it's the, like this incredible machine to get it out. And then our community, our Dilly 300, they're so engaged and active that when we send it to them, like, hey, we need you guys to spread this around. They are on it yep. to the point that the people that hate us think it's a bot farm. Yeah. You guys are that effective that yeah. they think you're all Vietnam, Vietnamese bot farm. And it's like, nope, these are. Randy, did you know your article ended or your. Um, your tweet with your video ended up in the Gateway Pundit again. Did it? He's a big fan of the Dilly Show oh, and good. Dilly Meme Team. We love him. He's great. No, I end up in news articles all the time. I don't even know about it. I think I kind of have the same mentality that you do, that I'm not personally attached to the results for me. Right. I'm like, I'm not really, I don't take a lot of time to celebrate. Ooh, my shit got into this article or that no, article. I'm like, going. great. That means it got this many more views or this many more people right. saw it. On to the next thing. I'm just putting out... No. What I need to do. Well, and we, we are, the thing is, is, and this is what's so funny about it. You guys, the, you know, going back to when my book first came out, I had, I had no money and I had a bestseller in three weeks. Ask other self-published authors how hard it is to get a best-selling book, a number one best-selling book in three weeks with zero ad spend. Like, I don't, I don't, a lot of you guys don't understand. I've had to create my own PR in my own fucking like Matt, like, Hey, you need to pay attention to me. For a decade, like in, in before That's my, why you're so good at it. Well, but before dude, like literally feeding myself depended on it. Like literally, like it was like, I have to sell some books or I'm not going to have any fucking food next week. Okay. That's so, why it's funny to me when people are like, Oh, who is this Dilly guy? Who he just came out of nowhere. It's like, we've been no. here grinding. Now I'm a walking PR machine and have been for fucking 10 years. I can yeah. create my own PR. I can get articles printed very quickly. What do I got going on here? Oh, Jasmine is getting picked up by Soph. Thank you, Soph. Oh, thanks, Sophia. Yeah, she's so great. Um, Okay, so with that all being said, we're not done. That was just the beginning of the holiday season. It was a nice kickoff to the Christmas season. Woo. And uh, it wouldn't be a total kickoff to the Christmas season if we didn't have 
an incredible meme courtesy of Lauren Eve in Ramble Rants. Oh, this will be good. You guys are going to love it. She's probably getting herself all fixed up. You know, she'll probably be wearing some kind of an ice-cold evening dress. Let's see. Debussy. Ravel. Stravinsky. Stravinsky only scare. Here's the baby. Give her the full treatment. Come in like gangbusters. Drum roll, please. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. Rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. ones maybe even more than the halloween ones there you go all right randy yeah um i know you gotta go get boys here soon i'm yes, gonna I, do. I gotta finish up the rest of the show i got some news i'm still gonna do do your thing and uh we love you thank you for coming in and, and recounting this incredible uh weekend yes, i think sir. the audience really appreciated it i love and appreciate you guys so much i'm beyond grateful show the hoodie one more time do this show them <laughs> demonstrate dilly meme team hoodies now available on dillyshow.com you guys I'll take I'll take a quick selfie in it. So don't forget the it. Randy Savage one. We got to get those from Kenny still. Yeah, I got I don't have those, so I can't model them yet. But I'm we'll, really we'll model excited them soon. for that one. He, I think he's supposed to get them today. All right, excellent. Okay. All right, love you, Randy. Love you. All right, all right, you guys. There goes my lovely wife, and uh, away she goes. Um, <clears throat> the Desimps are still having a whole conniption over the word kind, which is funny. Doesn't mean anything anymore. Fuck you. Like fuck them. I don't care. Um. That's where we're at right now. The DeSimps are still full-blown. They're having a hard time. Um, they're bad people, number one. And I, and I said this before. Okay, get over it. It's a word. You call them a bitch? Oh, she's a fucking bitch. I think that's worse than a cunt. 
proper cunt is, uh, you know, that's a British word. They use it in Australia every single day. It's not a big deal. Get the fuck over it. You've got a country where Marxist pedophiles are trying to take over your country. They're, they're trying to destroy your nation from within, and we're worried about language. Give me a fucking break, right? Give me a break. It, nobody fucking cares about language anymore, and yet that's what they're going to cling to. They'll call us disgusting and monsters and blah, 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 blah. No one gives a shit. It'll never be effective. It's not going to impact fucking more than a vote or two from people that already were retarded. Now, it's been rough out there for the, the simps. And uh, one man who does a great job categor uh, cataloging and tracking the simp uh, meltdowns is Joma. Joma. He does a good job. And, uh, well, he wants to give you the update on your latest Decimp meltdowns. Developing earlier this month, Bill Mitchell started a give send go campaign with a goal of 10 grand a month. After analyzing his rhetorical pattern, I predicted he would start a new grift two weeks before he launched his latest scam. With six days remaining in the month of November, Bill has only collected $53 uh, and only has uh, he's short $9,947 of his monthly goal. Since then, Bill, uh, Bill's medical problems seem to be worsening. A few days ago, he posted he was suffering from a heart condition that could kill him at any moment. And last night, Bill stubbed his toe on the couch while watching football. Of course, he felt the need to let us know. He's now claiming this is a blood clot that will require doubling his dose of Xarelto we will continue monitoring the situation and update you on this aging lesbian's latest unsuccessful grift. Now, Bill checked himself into the hospital for this latest fucking health scare because this is what's worked in the past to get some money. Terribly constipated, thanks to the Oxy, the low fighter fiber hospital food doesn't help. So... The simps are down fucking bad, dude. I mean, they are having a... Bill can't take a shit. Jebba's still fat and lonely. Peshaw is still somehow employed. So they're having a hell of a time. Uh, Bill did delete this tweet. Um, I have no idea why. I don't know what the, the problem is. He, he did, in fact, uh, delete the tweet, though. I mean, if you guys can see it here, he... Uh, Guess he was like, well, I probably shouldn't tell them about not being able to take a shit. Um, DeSantis is having a hard time. And it's understandable. He runs a fucking retarded campaign. It's a shit campaign full of shit human beings. Uh, President Trump recognizes it. We recognize it. Everybody knows these are fucking terrible people doing terrible shit and doing it really badly. Whenever I sarcastically insert the name Obama for Biden as an indication that others may actually be having a very big influence in running our country, Ron DeSanctimonious and his failing campaign apparatus, together with the Democrats' radical left disinformation machine, go wild saying that Trump doesn't know the name of our president, crooked, Joe Biden. He must be cognitively impaired. No, I know both names very well, never mix them up, and know that they are destroying our country. Also, and as reported, I just took a cognitive test as part of my physical exam and aced it. Also aced a perfect score 
one taken while in the White House. Biden should take one so we can determine why he wants open borders, no energy independence, a woke military, high inflation, no voter ID, men playing in women's sports, only electric cars and trucks, a weaponized DOJ, FBI, and so many other crazy things. Well, President Trump, we know that they're all full of shit. Bill specifically, the aging lesbian, is full of shit because he's part of the worst campaign in American history. And uh, honestly, even DeSantis's ads and TikTok videos are getting weirder by the fucking day. How do you like them boots, KC? One more of these drinks and mommy's gonna have to put on the strap on tonight. Fucking weird, okay? It's weird. I don't know. I think they're trying to appeal to a younger audience. It's not working. Fucking weird. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. See, this is the shit we got to deal with around here. Part of my team is going to need therapy after this is all over with from just the fucking videos of this Goomba being weird as shit. Every single day we're dealing with something else that's just fucking beyond creepy and weird. On the throne again. Here I am on this combold again. Low sweet cookies made me sick as I ever been. So I'm stuck here back on the throne again. On the throne again. Hotel Rudolph, I'm disposed again. Yeah. So this is what we got to deal with around here. It's not easy. This is not easy for the Dilly Meme team having to deal with these bizarre experiences, these bizarre fucking videos and... It's strange. It's very fucking strange. All right. Thankfully, we have guys like Maga Devil Dog to help us all stay sane. Here we go. One, two, three. Mega Devil Dog does have backup from a man they've called the songbird of our generation, California. Sometimes we need reminding how easily we forget. He rose the king before us. Some are living now, we haven't been. The stories of America are still relevant today. A reminder who we are in the American way. The intentional division to control us and to hate. Now's the time to tell our stories and what makes America so great. The price paid for our freedom, enemies desperate to erase. 
The foundations of God's mercy of a nation covered in His grace. The stories of America are still relevant today. A reminder who we are in the American way. The beauty of America is what we're fighting for. God bless the storytellers, we want more. Sometimes we need reminding how easily we forget. Heroes that came before us, some are living now. Told you. Songbird of our generation. Absolutely love it. It's a beautiful song. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, my friend. It's a God thing, bro. He knows it. We all know it. We know what we're doing around her. Team is coming together. I mean, we've been together, but it's just special now. Things are definitely special. And like I said, we're just, we always keep a pulse on the uh, enemy and other opponents. And, you know, look, this aging lesbian can't even pinch one off. I mean, you thought you had a good weekend. Don't forget, you know, some of, like this guy, I want you guys to understand something. This guy has got no wife, never had one. He's got no children, never had any, okay? He's got no family left because he's fucking weird. He's a goomba. His family name, done with. He can't, look, all right, <clears throat> listen. Bill Mitchell can't shit, you guys. Do you understand? He is backed up. He hasn't dropped off anything inside that toilet bowl in days. He's suffering. Aging lesbian lives matter. Bill Mitchell's life matters. You can't have a good quality of life when you can't shit, or when you only get two retweets and seven likes. That is a rough existence. And so what that he has 400,000 followers and nobody gives a shit what he has to say anymore? And so what that he never got married and never had children and he doesn't have any friends left? He still, he can't shit, okay? And that's bad. They're gonna stop paying him soon. He ran a, Go, a Give, Send, Go campaign and raised 47 or $53. That's embarrassing. The fuck is Bill gonna do with $53? You think that's gonna help him take a shit? I don't think so. This is very devastating for the aging lesbian community. And I hope all of you will find it in your heart of hearts to say a prayer for Bill's ability to shit. Okay? Just, it's easy. You know, you don't have to like him to say, Lord, please help the aging lesbian Bill Mitchell take a shit today. See how easy that was? And we don't know how powerful that prayer could be. But if we all say the same one today, it could make a big difference in an aging lesbian's life. See that? You're welcome. That's all you do. That's called having social graces, okay? Because even I can reach across the aisle 
to help out that aging lesbian and ask my audience to say a little something for him. It's not easy, dude. Just sitting there, doubled over in pain. Oh, I can't poop. Yeah, I know. Thank you, Devil Dog. I thought I was pretty. I thought that was pretty thoughtful. All right, this is also pretty thoughtful, and uh, we'll talk about a few little news stories here, just because I feel like you know, I didn't save this stuff for nothing, right? <laughs> I didn't download it for nothing. This fucking guy. I was fucking traumatized after a girl brought her parents on our first date for an arranged marriage. Don't do this. Don't do this. I don't know who would do this, but don't do this, okay? It's not right. Don't do this to any gentleman perspective. Let your daughter sell her own fucking services. You don't need, this is not right, okay? Dating out here is brutal in 2023, okay? It's not right. There's all kinds of embarrassing experiences and moments. This is embarrassing. Okay, he didn't ask for this. But I also have news for you, and we're going to talk about this. This is a case study on what not to do, all right? A video went viral. It's not new. It's a couple years old. But it's new to me, new to my audience, so figure what the hell. Let's discuss it. Okay. I'm not a prude, and I'm not against certain behaviors, even in public, as long as... You're not near me, all right? But when the authorities get involved, unless there's video evidence of you having done something wrong, don't fucking talk to them. No, I'm not answering your questions. No, you can't search my bag. No, I'm not answering any other questions. If you're going to arrest me, arrest me. But the, the only way I'm talking to you is through my lawyer, okay? That's how you deal with the authorities, all right? Because otherwise, you start talking and you start panicking and you end up like this fucking lady. There was nobody around. I was just sitting on my tongue. Nobody was around me. Okay, and you were over at the beach? Like, I was, I was near the water. Near the water? Yeah. Okay. What did I do? What did I do? So apparently you were masturbating on the beach. <laughs> Who saw that? I mean, a couple people. No, they Fans. didn't. That's, that's not true. Why would they call us? Nobody, nobody was around. He, it was an anonymous call. Is yeah. this one of my buddies? Okay, no, one of my buddies. No, it's, it's not one of your buddies. It's a family. Okay, look, let me sh no, uh, let me show you what I did. Okay. Okay. Is there anything I'm... in the bag? No. Because right, if I look through, I mean, if you can open it and can I see the contents inside the bag? Yes. Okay. I don't. I don't really understand what y'all. We're, we're just here because someone called and we're very concerned. Yeah. Okay, this is really highly offensive to me. I got it. I got you. And that's why I'm trying to figure it's a, it out. It's my yeah. vibrator, but I just put it in my... I was sitting on the beach, and I just... Just... Okay. okay do I need, Do I get a ticket? <laughs> so, so, you did have a vibrator. Listen, I was sitting on the water like this, and I just put it in there, and it was covered up, and I just had an orgasm. I'm sorry. I was stressed out. I, I got that, you. Okay. Just hang tight for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't do this. I mean, if nobody saw them, they wouldn't have wouldn't called, right? Call if saw Man, so. please, don't do this to me. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> A family saw it. They had kids. What? Are you, what there was called. nobody around me. So. <laughs> Bullet style. That's what they call it. Oh, Jesus. 
No, you going through it. You logging everything. <laughs> she admitted to it, and she, you know, she said she had an orgasm on the beach and all that other good mess. So, yeah. All right. Cool. Someone saw it, so that's why we're here. You know. I mean, if you're gonna. If you're gonna do something like that, you know, don't get caught. That's all I have to say, you know? <laughs> Alright. Now listen. Is it right that they called the cops on her? No. But I'm a half a glass half full kind of guy. They did let her finish. Alright? To be fair, they let you finish. Okay? Nobody busted you mid-robbery. They let you fucking wrap up what you were doing, all right? She's an idiot, though. Honey, let me... Jesus Christ. Yes, let me just show you how to handle this, okay? I got a lot of police officers. I got police officers that are, are, are near me, okay? I got friends in law enforcement. All of, Many of them are watching this show right now. They're in your chat. Let me demonstrate how to handle this situation. Hello, officer. What can I do for you? Sir, um, we were told that you were, uh, well, we're here because you were being accused of masturbating on the beach. That's fucking ridiculous. Are you serious? Yes, sir. The, uh, this family said they could see that you were masturbating on the beach. That is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Go ahead and produce some evidence of me jerking off on the beach. And uh, we'll go from there. But otherwise, no, I wasn't jerking off on the beach. And uh, unless you're going to arrest me, get the fuck out of my face. Well, sir, no reason to get hostile or speak to me that way. Are you fucking kidding me? You just accused me of jerking off on a beach. You don't think I'm going to be pissed off? Well, I can appreciate that. But the family says you were. Well, I'm saying I wasn't. So now what? Is that your bag over there? Yes, that is my fucking bag. May I look in your bag? Absolutely fucking not. You can't look in my bag. Why would I let you look in my bag? What are you, what are you gonna find in my bag? Some kind of jerk off materials? Okay, so no. Correct, the answer is no, I wasn't jerking off and no, you can't look at my bag. So either fucking arrest me so I can call my lawyer or leave me the fuck alone. Sir, I don't appreciate your tone. I don't appreciate you accusing me of jerking off on the beach. Touche. All right, well, I'm not sure what they saw, sir, but, uh, you know, you probably should get going. Oh, should I? I'll fucking leave when I'm damn well ready, but I wasn't jerking off and you don't got shit. You got one dumb family that trying to accuse me of whacking off on the beach. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Thank you. Thank you. That's it. Simple. The second you figure out these motherfuckers got one stupid fucking guy and his bitch wife that saw something from behind, they don't got shit. They don't got anything. Go ahead and arrest me. Here we go. Cuff me, you dumb fuck. Take me downtown on their word. I'm going to sue the fuck out of you. Go ahead and arrest me. Oh, you're not going to. I didn't think so. Nice fucking khakis, you fag. And you walk away. That's it. That's all you do. That's it. 
No, you didn't see shit. I'm out of here. Now the problem, the problem with that lady, you guys, I mean, right out the gate, here's the thing, okay? I'm gonna, we'll do a little dilly, a little dilly decode for Phantom Shadow. All right? Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the issue here. Let's see, uh, let's put, let's put this, uh, here, doll, well, where can I put doll faces fucking, here you go, doll face, here we go. Now the problem in this video, I was just right here. I turned the around me. Okay, and you were over at the beach. And I turned the volume down a little bit on this fucking thing, it don't matter what she's saying. Okay, listen to me. The problem in this video, she's still holding the beer. So here's what she did, okay? She went and got tipsy and fucking, uh, Stuck a vibrator in her vagoo and, and had an orgasm on the beach, right? But this is why she wasn't thinking clearly. It's the fucking beer. Dude, once the cops are talking to you, stop drinking, you idiot. You're just asking for trouble. And that's where she failed, ultimately. She kept drinking and then starts getting a little too loose with the... Uh, she's like, well, maybe if I just admit to it, I won't get in trouble. Yeah, no. You don't got shit. Leave me alone. That's absurd. I'm out of here. Arrest me or I'm leaving. Ginger says at least she didn't stick the bottle. Nice job, Ginger. Thank thank you, Ginger. That's that's a really nice thank you, Ginger. Such a holiday comment. Ma'am, can I uh, see your bottle? Is this alcohol? and you weren't masturbating on the beach. Is that right? So if I, okay, arrest her. <laughs> Is that how it went? Oh, you, oh you, what's gonna happen if I smell this? Oh, wow, okay, yep, go ahead and cuff her. I've got all the evidence I need. That was gonna happen? You guys are fucked up. Hey, that was one of the women in the chat that made that comment, not me, all right? I didn't make that comment. She made that comment. I fucking, I just acted it out because the comment from a woman in the chat. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. Come on, honey. What are you doing? Fucking have some better sense, all right. Uh, I know you guys are super, I know you all really care about the state of New York, especially the city, because it's like, man, we really care about New York, and by really caring, you don't give a single fuck, which is why I want to share with you, uh, they've lost $4.4 .4 billion, <laughs> thanks to organized shoplifting, Jesus, brutal, what a, Sad state of affairs in New York. You guys like the corner the corner look, right? That's a fun little look for you guys. I can do it again. Watch. We'll do it again. Here, I'll, I'll slide over. We'll do it again. Also, uh, yeah, here we go. This is how we'll, we'll do it. Also, according to U.S. airports, uh, they, they broke a record for busiest travel day in history over Thanksgiving, as you can see right here. We used to sometimes do this on the show. Remember that? Speaking of, uh, travelers uh, 
getting around for Thanksgiving, they weren't the only ones. We also had uh, more than 300 migrants sleeping in the airport in San Diego, not for Thanksgiving, but because the U.S. government are uh, duplicitous cunts that let illegals sleep at our airports now. This is unacceptable. See, does this feel like one of those other shows now? I'm like, see, oh yeah, see, he's like that, no. You like the side-by-side -side effect? It's fun, isn't it? Uh, I did the re- Oh, yeah, I did that one already. What else do I got? I got a- What meme is this? I got a meme. You guys want to see it? I don't know what it is. It's mowing his balls. Let's see what he made. The fuck? Who's bats? Why y'all send this weird shit? Why are these bats like getting down to Wu-Tang Clan? Bats are kind of gangster. weird i mean it was kind of cool what's this one? Oh look a dandelion must be the last one the season <laughs> the fuck brandy you did you make that that fucking smells like brandy that had to have been brandy there's no way who made that was that brandy what the fuck are you guys sending me uh, you're just like hey uh, i made this thing it's four seconds and was that brandy is that you actually eating a dandelion? It was brandy. Oh, I knew it. I knew it was brandy. But is that you actually eating the dandelion? Was that, or was that just you that made the meme? Because I feel like either of those is a possibility. <laughs> brandy is getting marriage proposals right now in the chat. Okay, this was made by Brandy, but this is not actually Brandy eating a dandelion. Oh, look. A dandelion must be the last one the season. Okay, that's, that's fucking weird, and I don't know why you made it. <laughs> what else did you guys make me? Okay, what, what the fuck is this? Again, they made stuff that I don't... Is this a holiday message from Hillary fucking Clinton? Hold on. They made me some stuff, guys. Let's check it out. Let's see what the Dilly Meme team sent me. This is apparently Hillary Clinton. Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm a dandelion. And that means that I am all in. Wait, what? Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm a dandelion. And that means that I am all in on making sure that we tell the story of climate change and what it's going to do to our lives if we don't act now. The fuck? Wait, that's a real video? Why did Hillary Clinton call herself a dandelion? Wait, okay, so I played Brandy's funny dandelion meme before the real one. I don't get it. But like, why, why is Hillary claiming to be a dandelion? 
Okay, so if, if that's Hillary, then what is this video? Is this another Hillary video? What'd you guys make? What's this one? Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm the dandelion. And that means they're buying all in on making sure that we tell the story of climate change and what it's going to do to our lives if we don't act now. You guys understand these are creepy as fuck, right? That's George Soros. So Hillary Clinton did a dandelion video. The meme team turned her into George Soros. None of the videos actually make sense to me. <laughs> That's why is this newsworthy? You guys, what the? F <laughs> Was that Hugh Hugh White's George Soros? What are we doing? What are we doing? What What are we doing? Hugh, have you slept yet? He didn't sleep. I know he didn't. I fucking know he stayed up all night. You stayed up all night, didn't you? I think he was up all night. I don't think he slept. And then he made that meme and was like, look what I made. And everybody was like, that's, like I said, we're very positive. We reinforce, oh, that's creative. That was very creative, Hugh. That's, that's very, we'll put that on the fridge for sure. Is that what happened, dude? He didn't go to sleep. He was all, I'm going to make that George Soros. <laughs> all right, I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I don't think I have any more video. What's this one? What's this one? Hold on. I think I have one more thing. I have another thing. I, I don't know what this is. Oh, it's a Christmas. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's pretty accurate, actually. <laughs> Okay, that was pretty good. Was that Dre Fanzer? Who made that? That was fucking funny. Who made that? Who, who Was that Dre? Who made this? I don't know who to give credit to. Oh, it was Devil Dog? Dude, well done, Devil Dog. You funny son of... You told me you only had one meme this weekend, you liar. That's two. That's two. You, t you said, I made one meme this weekend. That's two memes. Yeah, you, you, why did you say you made one? That's two. It's not even a throwback. That's that's a two. That's the second one. Fucking Devil Dog made that one. That felt good for you, bro. I don't have to compliment you get mistaken for Dre Fanzer. What the fuck? What the fuck, though? That's Oh, that's a two-year-old meme? Is it really? God, that guy's been falling downstairs for a while, hasn't he? That's a two-year-old fucking meme now? Jesus, where does the time go? Good job, Devil Dog. Ah, I got your other one in. There you go. Snuck that bat, that little bitch right in there. All right, I'm done. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, And I'll be back tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same 
attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. And we're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. There's not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican rhino sellout scumbag globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.